Yeah, Lewis. We'll figure it out. Right. All right, everybody. Let me change the band real quick. There we go. Let's fix that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of PC Wrestling. Uh, thank you guys for coming through. What's up? Uh, today yeah. we're talking everything WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania is coming up, we're going to talk everything WrestleMania for you guys. Uh, feel free to interact in the comment section as well as we go along. We've got some questions we're going to answer for WrestleMania team base. Um, I'm going to let my, my, my co-host, my guest for this week, introduce themselves. Uh, new face new face on the channel. So I'll, I'll start with Josiah, since you're the new one, and then we'll go to the rest of everybody else. What's up, y'all? Uh, Josiah, Josiah the official, Josiah underscore the official on TikTok. Uh, been a pro wrestling fan for a quite, quite a lot, uh, quite a while now. So it'd be pretty cool to uh, be, be up here on, on Player's Choice. So yeah. All right, then we'll start with Lewis, and then we'll go to everybody else. Oh my fault. Um, I turned fucking twenty today, and I forgot how to do my job. Um, Beep. Uh, what up? Uh, hi, hi, y'all know me. I'm gonna go back to this Google Doc. Y'all already know what I am, Lewis. Uh, go ahead, Pat. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Pat here, GTZ PAT91 on TikTok. Uh, ready to get into this WrestleMania talk. Uh, let's have some fun and happy birthday, Lewis. Yes, sir. Shout out to Lewis. Yes, sir. Yes, happy sir. birthday, Lewis. YNRD underscore 248. IG, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Check me out. I'm ready to get in. Let's do it. It's WrestleMania season, baby. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, sir. What's up, guys? It's Jade, uh, infamous opinionist on TikTok. All my socials are in the bio on TikTok. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's the GOAT. Let's not forget it. Let's get going. <laughs> oh, that's what I forgot to do. Fuck I'm my feeling. Now we can go. Fuck Dolph Ziggler. That's uh, my, my one. Oh, wow, Nate. Oh, wow. Wow. Bro, Personally? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know what y'all got. Let him talk to me. Yeah, I don't know what y'all, what y'all got against these people, bro. Like, what's against these people, man? I'm saying. Like, I mean, he's nowhere on my list. You know what I'm saying? So there's no Dolph Ziggler so many moments on my list. <laughs> I mean, my, not mine either. So that's not, oh, man. that's not his fault, though. That's not Dolph Ziggler's fault. Yeah. Can I just say I'm really excited for today's WrestleMania season. There's like, there's nothing like it being a WrestleMania fan. I'm jacked for the show. I'm going to WrestleMania too. I'm going to the SmackDown two weeks before WrestleMania with my kid, and I'm stoked. Nice. I'm so excited. All right, so shout-out to Players Choice YouTube. Make sure you guys go support the channel. Shout-out to the GOAT member, King J. Giving a shout-out to him. If you guys want to become a member, make sure you click the link uh, below and join. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to talk everything WrestleMania for you guys today, man. WrestleMania season is coming up, so it's always kind of exciting for, for WrestleMania season because, you know, this is the best, you know, the biggest show of the year. You know what I mean? So got to get a little bit a little bit hype. Uh, but we got some some personal WrestleMania questions we're going to answer for you guys uh, today just for our own personal references. You guys can leave your interest in the comments below and interact with us as we go along. Um, so we'll just start from the top. I'm going to give you all our top five favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. These are just our personal favorites, not the ones we think are the best. These are just our personal preference of which ones we have as favorites. Uh, obviously, best and favorites are two different lists. So these are just the, the five ones that we have probably either gone back and rewatched the most or most invested into or just the ones that we definitely would uh, pick as our, our favorites. So um, we'll start from the – let's start with Jade. Go from the bottom. So we'll start from the oh. bottom all the way up. Malik, listen. <laughs> listen, man. I appreciate it. All I don't right. think you've gone first yet. I don't know if you've gone first yet. I don't know. I'm always in the bottom corner. So, and I never get to go first. Nice. All right. I'm looking forward to this. All right. Starting with top five WrestleMania matches, right? That's what we're starting with. Yeah. Yes, and sir. disclaimer, right. these don't have to be in order unless you want to put them in order. I people. always, I always put everything in order, Malik, because that's how I get my content. So I'm putting them in order. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so in, in my humblest of opinions at number five, we discussed this pre-show kind of, 
the IC uh, ladder match from WrestleMania 31 that Daniel Bryan ultimately won. Okay. Huge spots, great technical wrestling, great ladder spots. I love the multi-man matches at Mania. I'm hoping to get another one this year. At number four, didn't even mean to do this, but it's another ladder match, HBK versus Razor at WrestleMania 10. I, kind of the ultimate ladder match. It's the first one that everyone goes back to and they talk about ladder matches. I mess with it. I, I wanted to make sure this one didn't get forgotten. I'm nervous it's not going to be on anyone else's list because of recency bias. So I wanted to make sure it got a call out. Steamboat versus Savage at WrestleMania 3. Valid. Maybe the most technically excellent wrestling match to ever take place at a WrestleMania. If you have not gone and watched that, go and watch it on Peacock. It's excellent. Um, at number two, I have kind of a tie because I don't think there's that much difference between these two matches, but it's Taker and HBK at WrestleMania's 25 and 26. I mean, I think a lot of us are probably going to have one of those two matches. I just put them as a tie because... Again, not a lot of difference, but just enough to make them stand out from each other. But they're still so excellent. And again, me personally, number one, everything I'm looking for in a WrestleMania match, story, character work, build up, in-ring performance, everything. My favorite WrestleMania match of all time is HBK and Angle at WrestleMania 21. I go back to it pretty much two or three times a year just to experience it. Um, again, if you haven't watched it, highly recommend it. So Great. good, and go and go look up the build up on YouTube for it too because it was excellent as well. So there, there's my five. Are you a, but are you a sexy Kurt Jake? <laughs> hey, not even what that match. Rus WrestleMania 21 is just overall. He's, right, he's a sexy Jade. Sexy yeah. Jade. That, uh, that, uh, wrinkle her. <laughs> that, that WrestleMania overall in general is just. Is top tier. Oh, yeah. We'll get into it more later, I'm sure. But that's, yeah. Uh, that match about, and, start with uh, what's, what's your side, bro. What you got? What you got? All right. My top five Mania matches. Um, well, my favorite one of all time, number one. Uh, it is the Rock versus John Cena at, at WrestleMania 28. Like J John Cena is my favorite, uh, my favorite wrestler of all time. The Rock is my second favorite wrestler of all time. So seeing those two fantasy, you know, fantasy warfare, that's, that's shit you 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 would see in like universe mode and 2K. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my second favorite match of all time, it happened at my favorite WrestleMania, which is WrestleMania 24, and that is John Cena versus Randy Orton versus Triple H for the WWE Championship. Even though I didn't like the outcome, it was still a dope match. You know? <laughs> Uh, and then my third favorite of all time is Kobe Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Good Kobe Mania. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then for number four, it was a it was it, it was a tie. You know what I'm saying? I had Taker versus Sean to WrestleMania 26. Uh, I think that's the better one out, out of the two, personally. Um, and Lesnar versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 19. That, that, that match was, was dope as well. And then sure. uh <clears throat> and then for my number five, I will put John Cena versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania at WrestleMania 23. That, that was amazing as well. So, yeah. Oh, valid, 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 valid. Uh, Nate, what you got, man? What you got? All right. So, my favorite of all time, it, it depends on the day. So, these my top two is, is going to fluctuate. Uh, I got Daniel Bryan and Kofi King Kingston at WrestleMania 35. Just that moment. And in the moment we get with Shaq and Shad and MVP in the, at the bar. That, Let's say Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal? I mean, hey. he, should, he probably cried too. Hey. Shaquille <laughs> No, but that moment is 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 like my favorite WrestleMania moment of all time. Um, Taker Shawn Michaels twenty five number number two. Uh, I think that's the better match between the two. I think it's the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Um, and then I have Sasha and Bianca from thirty seven night one. Uh, just historic, historically a great, just a historic match and a great match overall. Um, and then 
Josiah said HBK and Cena. I was leaning towards that. And he said Cena and The Rock. So I'm going to go Batista and Taker WrestleMania 23. That was a very a good, good match. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then last, I have Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle. Just like I, we already talked about it. It's just yeah. it's a really good match. Dude, we coexisting again. This is awesome. <laughs> look, oh, man, man, look. As love long it. as you don't it. bring, you know, <laughs> Dolph Nickler in here, we'll be fine. <laughs> think about this. Shawn versus Vince was a bit overrated, but it was great. Nothing with that. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It, it was what it needed to be. It was what it, it needed to be. It was what it needed exactly. to be. Uh, Pat, what you got, man? What you got on your list? Right. So my list is going to be a, a little bit different because I'm I'm an oddball and I like a little bit of different stuff. So my number five is the Firefly Funhouse match. That's a really good one. I almost I, put it on my list, Pat. I, I, just, I was this close. For me, it's just like I don't understand how WWE signed off on Bray tearing down the company just blatantly in front of the company. Like, they just let him do it. So yeah. that's my number five. Uh, number four, I have TLC2 at WrestleMania XM. I mean, just do so. I need to say uh, I mean, yeah, really that, that, that kind of goes without saying. Uh, number three, I have HBK and Flair at WrestleMania 24, I believe. I could be wrong. My, my notes are all over the place. It, it became Flair. Oh, yeah, that, that was WrestleMania yeah. 24. Yeah. I, it's, it's, uh, I got chicken scratch in here. Uh, uh, my number two is uh, Austin versus Rock at WrestleMania 17. I know the heel turn was the execution of it didn't turn out well, but the match itself was great. You know, I'm, so and I'm Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler of all time, so that kind of goes without saying. And my number one, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 26. I know Nate said that he prefers 25, but for me, 26 just had the like the extra oomph with storyline of career versus streak. And for me, it just, and for me, it just, you know, it had the better story. It had the better payoff, you know, the, the promo package with the running up the hill, running up that hill storyline thought it was great. So, and again, all of those matches get tossed in and tossed out and bounced back and forth. I, you know, they mentioned everything that everybody else mentioned are all great and valid responses. And those always get thrown about as well. But for now, those are my top five. All right, Lewis, what you got? Then we're going to go into Axe and me. Um, my top five favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. Um, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle, WrestleMania 21. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Maivia, WrestleMania 17. Kurt Angle versus Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> WrestleMania 20. And Undertaker, <laughs> versus, and Undertaker versus Triple H, end of an era, WrestleMania 28. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot about that angle Eddie yeah. match. That is a good match. Yeah. X, what you got on your list, bro? We're doing the top five favorite Mania matches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I to do that, bro. So, that, so at number five. So, so at number five, I got a recent one. Whether y'all like it or not, Bianca Balair versus Becky Lynch, WrestleMania 38. At number four, I have Edge versus Mick Foley, WrestleMania 22. At number three, I have The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 26, only because the buildup to me for that match was better than 25s. I'm talking about X. For number for number two, I have John Cena versus The Rock, the first one. And number one, I mean, Hardys versus Edge and Christian versus the Dudleys, TLC, bro. WrestleMania 17. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all said one match on here that nobody else has but me, I believe. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So... 
the greatest WrestleMania match of all time to me is the one with Stardust. You're right. Is, is Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25? That's the That's greatest actually. WrestleMania match of all time That's for me. The storyline for 26 was better, but match that I mean I I knew Alex. I've told the story before, but I knew the match was great because my my grandma bought the pay per view for a minute. I was still in school, and she bought the show, and she watched the show with me. And after the match was over, she looked at me and said, "That was a good fucking match." And she only watched <laughs> she only watched wrestling. That's how I knew the match was incredible right there. So. <laughs> Uh, my number two is Undertaker versus Triple H, the end of an era, Hell in a Cell match. Um, I was so invested into that, like, by like the, not even the story builder, but the match in general. Like, it was, it had me on the edge. Uh, my number three is The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Uh, the atmosphere and crowd for that match, I think, maybe the most electric crowd I've ever seen. I, like, I'm every time I watch that match, I'm, I'm always jealous that I was never there, like, in person to, to witness it. Like, just the energy, like, that's. That's the type of energy, like, I think when you go to a show, like, you wish you could be a part of something like that just to be a part of the energy of the crowd. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's something that you could never mm-hmm. forget. Like, I, I'm assuming the people who were ever there in person, like, you'll never forget the feeling that you felt that oh, night. I mean, that was special, man. That was yeah. spe- That was something else. Uh, my number four is Bret Hart versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania 13. The double that turn. Was okay. was long listed okay. on my. Yeah, the, the double turn. That, <coughs> I think it's perfect storytelling from the aspect of Brett being the baby face in the beginning, Austin, the heel, and then they literally switch in the middle of the match, and it benefited everybody because obviously Stone Cold not going to be Bret Hart in a submission match. So how do you have Stone Cold lose without tapping and look weak? He passes out with the blood on his face in submission, looks like a badass, so it benefited everybody at the end. And then Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21 is my, is my last one. I mean, that's my favorite WrestleMania of all time, by the way. Uh I'm honestly surprised that I was expecting to put that on my list and no one else have it on their list. I'm pleasantly surprised that that match got more love than I thought it would. Oh, that match was my gosh. I was yeah, it was, it was that match stands out for me too because I was a big Kurt Angle fan around that time too. So I didn't know mm-hmm. he was really gonna beat Shawn Michaels, but like yeah. that was that match. Was that has cool. one of my favorite kickouts in history when uh Angle hits the, the top rope angle slam and Michaels mm-hmm. kicks out and just the yeah. pain, the disappointment on Angle's yeah. face, just like so no good. My, my favorite, one of my favorite kickouts. My, my favorite part of that match, though, is the ankle lock. Like, mm-hmm. that, yeah. had, if you go back and watch, he had the ankle lock on at least for three minutes before Sean. Yeah, was yeah, like, it's nuts. Like he it's found nuts. he he was he was dragging trying to get to the ropes. Like he was trying to find anything to get to the ropes. Yeah. And then when when Kurt mm-hmm. fully locked it in, like Sean didn't want to tap, and then he had it. Like it was. Between that and then the STF with John Cena and then the triple threat with Triple H and the other guy, no one has ever done mm-hmm. submission holds, like being in a submission hold better than Shawn Michaels, yeah. bar none. Those mm-hmm. moments when Shawn is in a submission hold are so good. Yeah. So good. That 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 had me on the edge of my seat, too, because, like, it was just – it was such great storytelling. If you go back and look at it, like, he tried to kick, you know, Kurt Angle, and Kurt Angle wouldn't let go. It was great. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was insane. Um, let's take some. Let me see what else you guys. Some people. Let me see what some people are in there. Uh, Undertaker versus Mankind is a that is a King of the Ring match. That's not a WrestleMania match, my guy. <laughs> but it is a top five Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yep. I'll say that. Uh, Ray, this is the underrated one. Mysterio, Angle, and Orton, the triple threat. For a match that was like ah. under ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. That's it. The match was real short. That's why I didn't put. Um, the end of an era match because I love that match, but it's so long, man. I love, I love, so I love that match too. It, it was, it was, it was, it was about to make my top ten, I, I mean, my, my top five. I think, I think it was perfect the way it was. If Orton hadn't got injured, that triple threat might have been the top five for WrestleMania two thousand match over seventeen. They both were good. What do you mean? Did, didn't Malik bring that up? Hogan versus Rock. Yeah, I said that. Hogan yeah. Rock. Uh, Punk and Taker twenty nine. That was a good one too. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> Ooh, Chris Jericho versus Fandango. Yes, sir. There we oh, go. Man. <laughs> Relax. All right, let's get into the next one. Uh, top five favorite WrestleMania shows of all time. Shows from start to, to finish. So we're talking about the shows overall. Um, we'll start with Jade again. Why not? Why not? What, what, what Why not? Start at the big guy. All right. Uh, so again, my, mine are in order, starting with number five and working my way up. Uh, number five, I have Mania 35. Um, you know, between the stories of Rollins and Lesnar and Kofi and Brian and the triple threat in, in the main event, just really good stories from top to bottom. Um, at number four, I have WrestleMania five. I think it is the only, in my opinion, the only presentable WrestleMania between, uh, aside from number three, between one and 10. Uh, all the WrestleManias between one and 10, besides three and five, were just so almost borderline unwatchable, in my opinion. But five stands out. Uh, number three, I do have Mania 31. Obviously, it ends with the heist of the century. It has that um, multi-man intercontinental ladder match I mentioned earlier. Uh, Sting versus Triple H, even though not the greatest technical wrestling showcase, just such a freaking spectacle with everything going on. Um, at number two, I do have Mania 21. Obviously, in my opinion, headlined by Sean and Kurt. And then at number one, uh, X7, which, again, I think is going to be on a lot of our lists. But X7, obviously... Just top to bottom, just strictly represented what WrestleMania during the Attitude Era was about, and it was the best example of that. So, yeah, yeah that's my top five. All right, I'm going to give my five. I actually don't have WrestleMania 17 on my five, so. Oh, okay. My five is a little bit different. If we're talking about the best, I would say yeah, but this is just my favorites. Uh, number five, I do have WrestleMania 28. I mean, the end of an era on the cell match, Cena versus Rock, biggest match of my generation. I had to wait a whole year for that. I didn't think I was going to make it. I'm not going to lie. The anticipation was, was, anticipation was crazy. Uh, plus, Jericho and Punk, too, I think was a very underrated match on that show. I really liked that match as well as they had. Uh, WrestleMania 31, I have on there. Uh, one of the best WrestleManias I've seen of all time. I'm a little biased for this, but I got to go WrestleMania last year because I was there, and it's an experience I'll never forget, so that definitely going to make my top five because I was there. So, being at WrestleMania for the first time and being see Stone Cold and see Cody Rhodes' return. And it's just so many great moments that I just remember. Uh, WrestleMania 24 is my number two favorite WrestleMania of all time. Uh, and my number one, I said already, but WrestleMania 21 is my favorite WrestleMania of all time. I mean, that to me is a perfect card from start to finish. There are some things in there that I wouldn't have had, like Big Show and Akibono sumo match. Stupid. I don't know why I had a sumo match, but I guess they had, they had to find Big Show to do something. He couldn't wrestle anybody else. but So put him in a sumo match. Uh, but, I mean, the opening match was Eddie and Ray, which I think is one of the greatest opening WrestleMania matches ever. Uh, first ever Money in the Bank ladder match, which was, to me, still the greatest Money in the Bank ladder match of all time, in my opinion. Uh, Legend versus Legend Killer, Taker versus Orton, uh, Angle and Shawn Michaels, which was match of the night. And then at the end of the night, you had Cena and uh, Batista become the world champion, which helped elevate those two as, you know, the next two guys in the company. So... That overall to me is I think some I think somebody's dog is having puppy mania or something, yo. It's mine. I apologize. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll you myself till it's my turn. <laughs> so that that'll be my favorite. Those are my favorites. We'll start with the uh, Lewis. We'll go to the Lewis. Uh so we're doing our, our top five WrestleMania shows of all time. Yes, sir. I know order because y'all know me. I don't do orders. Uh WrestleMania 17. I just I mean, it, I mean it's it's dope. It's dope. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania 20, WrestleMania 21, WrestleMania 38, WrestleMania 14. I think those are my top five. I think each of them help alter like the history of wrestling in a way. 
And I don't know. I just, uh, you know, this just mean is I can just sit down and just not get bored. You know what I'm saying? Valid, valid, valid. Uh, what about to you, Pat? What you go? All right. Uh, I don't have mine in order just because I, I couldn't think of how to put them. My only one is my number one, and that's X7. You know, uh, uh, hold on. I love you too, babe. I'm talking. I'm trying to do a podcast. <laughs> I love you I too. I love you, Buttercup. Anyway, uh, so I love I, you. I have uh, X7 is my number one. Uh, and then I have 33, uh, 30, 13, and my last one was 23. Oh, valid, valid. 23 is actually underrated, I think. Mine's yeah. um, in chronological order. Uh, so I got WrestleMania 9. No, I'm playing. Uh, WrestleMania uh, 17. You sound like Alan right now with WrestleMania 9. I was like, what? Relax. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> no, WrestleMania 17. I mean, we've already – it's the greatest WrestleMania of all time, in my opinion. Uh, 19 – talk about 17, like, embodies everything the Attitude Era is. I think 19 embodies what the Ruthless Aggression Era would become. Um it's just from top to bottom, really good show. 20, uh, something about when I look at like the stage and everything and I see the card, it's just, it's just special. You know, and the ending is special. It's emotional. I mean, using hindsight is kind of like scary and depressing, but like in the moment, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. Uh, 28, once in a lifetime. And like Daniel Bryan's whole yes movement was like catapulted like from that night. So if it wasn't for WrestleMania 28, if it wasn't for that moment, like who knows if WrestleMania 30 would have happened. And then WrestleMania 37, but I'm going to only put night one because like we had the pandemic and it was like the first time we seen crowds with WWE. And I think that card from top to bottom was, was, was great. You know, you had uh, obviously Sasha Bianca, the main event and you had, I think Omos debut that night as well. And then Cesaro and Seth had a match. Like it was just from top to bottom was a good card. It was better than the night two, in my opinion. Um, it just it just felt great to see the crowds again, and like, unfortunately, it went back to the Thunderdome after that. But like, for that moment, it was just, it was just special. Yeah, it was cool to see in that in that moment. Josiah, what you got, bro? What you got? Uh, so you already know. Well, I already said this, but my favorite WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 24. Um, I started watching wrestling like around like mid 2008. So like, um, I didn't get to like watch that, like when it aired. So when I found out about it, I went back and watched it and it's freaking amazing. Like I loved that whole video from, from start to finish. The stage was freaking fantastic. Edge and Taker was awesome. That money, the main ladder match was awesome. Uh, you got big show and, and Floyd Mayweather that I was freaking amazing. Uh, John Cena, Triple H, Randy Orton, that was awesome as well. So, yeah, that, was, that will always be my, my favorite WrestleMania match, you know, WrestleMania of, of all time. Oh, yeah, and uh, Sean and um, uh, Sean and Ric Flair, you know. Yeah. Um, And then you got uh, WrestleMania 21, went back and watched that. That was awesome as well. Uh, Then WrestleMania 20 – wait. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania 26, that was cool too. I love that from start, from start to finish uh, with, with uh, Taker and Sean. Um, and then you had Batista and John Cena. That was that was cool. That was was amazing. I didn't think it was, was going to be good, but it, it, it was good. Um, and then WrestleMania 33 was was nice as well. Um, I the, the, the Hardys returned. That was dope. Taker and Roman. It kind of wasn't really, but we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania 19. <laughs> WrestleMania 19 move was cool too. I went back and watched that. That was awesome. Lesnar and uh, Kurt was, was amazing. So yeah. All right, all right, all right. Ask what you got, bro. 
Alright, so at five, I got WrestleMania 20. Even though we don't speak on him, that triple threat, can't take away from it. Big Show versus Cena, that really puts Cena to where he is now. And this this was honestly a favor for me, bro, but Y2J versus Christian, that feud, it was it was like it, it was top tier during that time. My fourth, I got WrestleMania 31, Seth Rollins cash in. I don't need to say anything else. Um WrestleMania 21 is at three. Same everything Malik said. I mean, I don't need to repeat it. John Cena, you know, Batista, Eddie versus Ray. At two, I got WrestleMania 17. Don't got to say anything about that either. And <laughs> and at number one, I have WrestleMania 33. Oh, uh, for obvious reasons, that makes sense. Yeah, obvious reasons, and a lot of my favorites won the titles that night. So you know, I'm chilling. Yeah, WrestleMania 33 was pretty cool. That's the greatest stage I think I've ever seen for WrestleMania. That stage mm-hmm. was. Yeah, yeah. That stage was pretty sexy. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn, damn. They went all out for that for that stage. You know, the last couple stages I think before that were like doo doo, but 33 was the roller coaster, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ultimate thrill ride. <laughs> ultimate thrill ride. All right, let's go. Uh, time to I guess it's time to piss some people off. Uh, most overrated WrestleMania. That's show my favorite time. thing, Malik. <laughs> let me start. Let me start this shit, yo. I've already spoken on mine before, so my answer ain't gonna change. But uh, I'll let Lewis start since he. Let me start this shit. WrestleMania 30. That shit is overrated as fuck. You know why? You know why it's overrated as fuck? Because that whole card sucked. The only good parts of it is literally Yeslemania and Brock ending the streak. Otherwise, the entire show sucks ass. Bray um, Wyatt should have um, been Johnson and Johnson. The Shield match was the ass. opening match. The Shield match. That I mean, the open match. That 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 I said Yeslemania. I said Yeslemania. That played to Yeslemania, nah. It did. Cena uh, Wyatt was I good. Yeslemania. The Shield squashing the old fucks was that, good too. The Shield match was I, ass. I Bray Cena Wyatt should have been Cena. AJ uh, okay. winning that was meh. Um, the the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal it was it was cool. Felt like the wrong guy won, but it was it was cool. But like the, the entire mania, it's 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 just not that good. Who should have won? Aside from two part, aside from like literally Yeslemania and Brock ending the streak, the entire <laughs> event itself it doesn't hold its weight to it. All right, all right, all right. Interesting. All right. I don't think the match was good either between Bray and Cena. To be honest, I don't. I thought it was okay at best. Well, Cena won, so that's all that matters. So really, yeah, I mean, you know, John Cena's like that. Uh, Pat, what about you? What you what you got, man? What you got? Hold up. Why, why we got Dixie Land a lot going on in the background somewhere? What's going on? That's distracting. <laughs> Is that me? My bad. I'm I don't know. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. We got some music in the background there. We got some some good feelings. Well, we'll start, well, I'll, let, I'll let Nate go then. We'll, we'll, we'll hop over to Nate. Uh, So I feel like the WrestleManias I like, a lot of people like, and the WrestleManias I don't care about, a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, But a lot of people tend to like 35, but that, that WrestleMania is long, bruh. Long as hell. The yeah. triple threat don't really hit because it's so late, and I don't really remember anything besides the table spot. And the ending when Ronda's shoulder wasn't even down. Best part of that was uh, Kofi Mania and Miz's dad squaring up to Shane McMahon, which I think Shane broke his rib anyway. Just, just way too long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just way too long. Just too long. WrestleMania stories going in it was great, but like should have been two nights. Like if you want to make WrestleMania two nights, should have been at thirty-five. WrestleMania 35 was extremely long. I'm not gonna lie, that was that was a very long WrestleMania. But that I think was the WrestleMania for the fans because pretty much everybody won that the fans. Yeah. Won at the time. yeah. And in my opinion, the high points make up for any low points. That's just my opinion. That was in my top five because the high points make up for 
Yeah, Everybody like else. the WrestleMania was long though. Like, I'm I'm yeah. glad they make it two nights now because WrestleMania should not be ending at two a.m. You feel me? Like, right. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like at two a.m. At two a.m. Uh, we should already had been talking about WrestleMania. What's <laughs> yeah. like, we should already been discussing the show and shit. So yeah, that was the uh, first wrestling show I ever like. Like me and my wife were dating at the time, and she came over to my house to watch, and. She watched, she sat very intently and didn't complain or think, watched the whole thing. But after the show was over, she's like, Don't ever make me do that again. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be that long either. <laughs> and then AW came with their pay per views. Nah, that's cool. We, we're good on that one. But <laughs> is it cool or is Dixie? Yeah, go ahead, Pat. It was your turn. Uh, okay. Uh, for me, the most overrated WrestleMania of all time is WrestleMania 18. It is a one match show. Come on, man. You already took my answer. It is let, me, let me let me follow up. That's my most overrated. Let, let me follow up. Me, listen, I got I got it right on the next tab. All it is, all it is, is that poster, and that's all. Eighteen was. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I never hear anyone say WrestleMania eighteen was a good WrestleMania. I only hear Rock and, and Hogan. I never. That's because that's, that's all it was. I got the card. I got the card right here. If y'all want to hear this. <laughs> You ain't, you, ain't, you, ain't, you ain't met Mitri yet, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the one, Booker T? Mitri thinks 18 show. is better than 17. Yeah. Oh. It is a one match show. It is only The Rock and Hogan. And even The Rock and Hogan match, there's like eight moves total in the match, and one of them is hit you with a weight belt. Like, it's not that like it's it's iconic for what it is. The, it was, the story and, and, and of the passing mention, of the torch. It wasn't even the main event either. That's it really was. I, 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 all these years, nope. I thought that was the main event. Nope. <laughs> nope. That was that nope. was the third to last match on that show. And I will say this. I'll say this. Undertaker Ric Flair was really good, so I got to give love to that match because that match was really good too. But nobody talks about that match on the level of Rock and Hogan. If you take, yeah. if you remove the Rock and Hulk Hogan from that show. What is WrestleMania 18? That whole show was built around it that. Is, I, it is Maven say, versus Goldust for the Hardcore hey, Championship. That's what that is. Done. I will say, done. however, <laughs> during WrestleMania 18, Scott Hall, one of the best sales of a Stone Cold Stunner of all time. Yeah. That was great. And not to mention, people talk about Jericho and Triple H, but that feud got overshadowed because they really made Jericho look like a bitch in that feud. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, He's doing stuff for Stephanie, but but why is he doing stuff for Stephanie? He's not dating her. They're not together. He's just basically like her lab dog. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, what is this? Uh, this shit's crazy. Hogan and my Viet kind of overrated. What is you smoking? Can I have that, yo? That's crazy. Wow. Wow, I mean, I mean, is that your burner account? Listen, I, I, I was hoping somebody said eighteen. I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna go as far as saying that match itself was overrated. I think that match itself, for what it was, was all it was ever going to be, because of the in-ring limitations of the Rock and Hulk Hogan, in my opinion, it's far exceeded the expectations. But the problem is that because that moment was so big and so explosive. Everything else that was approaching good on that show seems mediocre, and everything that was below good seems like total complete garbage. Like it, it was a it was a domino effect starting from that. Nothing on that show was near strong enough to live up to that match. Nothing that happened before or after. So I don't necessarily think that match is overrated, but the show as a whole, yeah. people remember that WrestleMania as being so good, but it's because of that one match. And outside of that, I don't, I don't like the fact. <laughs> When people say too, like if you put the match on mute, the match is bad. Like you need wrestling fans yeah. are, are part of the show. Like crowd interaction, right. wrestling. That's why the pandemic era was so bad to watch because there was no fans. It's hard to interact when you can't hear noise and you the don't funny, see who's and the funny thing about the pandemic era. Like I, I was 
my parents would pick that time to like want to watch wrestling with me and you don't know how ridiculous wrestling is without the crowd like right. I, mm-hmm. I, I can hear every spot everything they're saying during the match like everything like like and and, and for one thing i think like the matches without the crowd i think the match goes a little bit too too slow so it's like yeah, yeah. like if you don't <laughs> We never really envisioned, you know, a wrestling show without a fans. But yeah. like when the pandemic happened, we all were like, "I cannot wait, fans! I cannot wait, yeah. fans!" Yeah. Like, there are just certain things that take place with no fans that, like, you feel like you shouldn't see or hear. Like I remember, I don't remember if it was a mania or whatever, but it was a, a ladder match with like the Usos and the New Day and anything like that. And Jay pulls down the the belt from the ladder, and you hear the Velcro. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "What the hell was that?" Oh my God. <laughs> Getting behind the scenes right there, bro. Like any wrestling, if you look at the pandemic era, most of the matches, you know, even when they had the little fans interact, like you heard a little bit of noise, but it still was hard to get through because you only envisioned it like, okay, what would this match have really been like with a big audience? You know what I mean? Like imagine this match if we had a a massive stadium packed full of people. You know what I mean? Like the energy is different. Like, and then, oh, no, 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 go go, 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 ahead. No, I want to say, like, and then what made it even worse was like they. They brought like w- when they were allowed to have like people like they, they brought like in NXT stars to act like the crowd. You know what I mean? Like that's right. that, that's kind of I I kind of didn't, didn't rock with that either. Yeah, the yeah, unfortunate. Like, they brought like the fans, the little interaction that, that we could get with the fans in there. But I mean, that still was like it was it wasn't enough noise. You know what I mean? Like the unfortunate thing about it is that a lot of matches that happened during that era that should go down as something way bigger than they were or not because the crowd. Like perfect example is Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles on SmackDown and that IC title tournament they had. That should go down as one of the best weekly televised matches of all time, right up there with John Cena and Shawn Michaels and CM Punk and John Cena. But it won't. Nobody remembers it because everyone tries to forget the empty arena era. And uh, it's just a shame that a match like that gets forgotten because of everything that was going on. See that's the point though. Like, why would well, you why are why are you gonna watch something? First of all, th- th- this is this is what I hate this shit because because this is how you know yeah how I'm pissed off. You can't take away something that makes Hogan and Rock so valuable to the product. A lot of their shit is based on based off of crowd reaction. You're Everything taking away the character. That's why the match was so great because everybody was so hyped up about it. I hate that shit. Who the fuck is gonna willingly sit there Beep. and watch him and watch a match with and, no volume? And, and, and you also, that, you're, you're straight up lying. And also, <laughs> like, I wouldn't watch Undertaker Shawn Michaels 25 without volume because the crowd going, "Oh my god, he kicked out of the tombstone!" makes the match so much better. Are you gonna like, watch Brock versus Taker without volume? Here, right, the that crowd go, <gasps> right. Takes away from, from it takes away on, from everything. Like, you can't hear shit, anything. Man. Wrestling is nothing without its fans, and if exactly. you mute the TV, you are taking away the oh, aspect man. of a fan base. Exactly. Let's stop that. Especially yeah. two guys in the history of professional wrestling whose characters relied heavily on crowd reactions. Stop that right. shit. Come on, man. We're not doing that. You're taking away their gimmick. And you miss the story of the match too. If you if you Come take on, away man. the crowd, the crowd literally turns on Rock and gets behind Hogan, you're missing the whole point, the whole story of that entire match. And plus, you know, I love you, man. And plus, and plus, like, if if you if you mute the TV, you can't hear the crowd sing Seth Rollins' song. So it's like... Exactly. He's just dancing. Hogan and Rock is the only match that people say they can't watch without volume. Because that's not... It's not supposed <laughs> to be... Bro, it's not supposed to be a technically gifted match. You need the crowd for that match. It doesn't matter. The crowd, does the crowd help make the match? Yes, but it's two of the most pol- polarizing figures of professional wrestling going head to head. You need crowd reactions for that. 
This what, this is what y'all don't understand. Plus, I don't understand yeah. either. Like, why would you want to watch a match with no crowd? Yeah, right? that point Weird. is, I, I don't even understand the I, point I, of bringing that's that's up. Why, that's why the valid, that's not an argument for me. Like, why would no, you want to sit not. there and watch a match with no audience? That is that, that that takes away part of the match. The audience is a part of the yeah. match. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, real quick, KFAB wrestling, that this this has almost nothing to do. You're just the one who brought it up. I understand this wasn't your point. I'm just regarding that argument that you say people are making. It's a stupid argument. Like, what's the what's the point of even bringing that up? That, like, yeah, I don't know. Sense. Anyway, and then somebody said, somebody, said crowd, somebody said crowd or not, that match was trash. Crazy to me. Let, let's let, in let, ring. For, for the in ring work, it's basic, insane. But it doesn't matter. It's insane. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, the, the crowd interaction would say not that. everyone has to do right. like fifty near falls during a match. Right. That's what I'm saying. Head. Like, 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 take for example the just you know last month Roman versus Sammy. For the first five minutes, they didn't do anything. Yeah, the, the, the crowd was and going the crowd crazy was going Sammy, nuts yeah. because like, the crowd makes the match. Like I was, just... I was going nuts about that, man. Like they literally stood there for like a period of time before they even locked up. You know what I mean? Like the crowd just can't let the crowd interact and, and, and you know interact with the match. Yeah. That's part of the that's part of the show. Like that's that's how you get fans involved to make it feel like they're a part of the show. Anyway, exactly. so I mean, you always uh, want to be there for those moments. Yeah. I hope you're watching Revolution on mute tonight. I don't think gonna, I don't think anybody gonna do that. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's go into the next one. Crazy. Uh, I'm sorry, I got so mad. I'm I didn't I haven't gotten mad like that in a while. I'm sorry. Keep going. My bad. Before I get pissed off again. Shit. Uh, underrated oh, WrestleMania geez. match. No. What's your, what's your guys' underrated uh, WrestleMania match? Any event that you guys got? Oh, I got that uh, underrated match and event. Let me see this. Uh, my mo my I think uh the most underrated WrestleMania match it happened at the Pandemania. It's that uh, triple threat uh, SmackDown tag team ladder match between Jimmy Uso, John Morrison, and Kofi Kingston. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, I was like, yo, for a pandemic era match, this was actually pretty good. Um, I thought they did a great job putting the most athletic guys in the match, and they, they tore the house down with the spots. Both, like, all three of those guys are, especially Jimmy Uso, I didn't realize how, like, technical he actually is. So he, that match was actually pretty good. And I, I loved, uh, I love I loved that match. And my... Most underrated mania would probably be WrestleMania 24. I love WrestleMania 24. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to start with mine. I want to say my most underrated WrestleMania show would be WrestleMania 22. I feel like that one doesn't get talked about enough because WrestleMania 22 I thought was really good. The Money in the Bank ladder match with RVD, one of the Money in the Bank. Uh, you had Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon, which I thought was a really good match for what it was. Obviously, you know, Vince was old, but Shawn Michaels did what he had to do to, to carry Vince in that match. The hardcore match, Edge and McFoley, Rey Mysterio becoming the world champion. The main event, Cena and Triple H, which I thought was really good with the crowd interactions and fan interactions. Like, overall, I think that WrestleMania doesn't even talk about enough. I think it's a really good overall WrestleMania. Uh, underrated WrestleMania match, honestly, I don't think a lot of people men like to answer, but... Hulk Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior is a masterpiece for me, bro. I, I've gone back and rewatched that match so many times. Like mm -hmm. Hogan and Warrior WrestleMania six mm -hmm. for two guys who aren't technically like gifted in the ring and are very limited for what they do. I ain't gonna lie, that that match hit for me, bro. I, I was invested into that match. You know? I, Biggie I loved that match. Two big mini men. Two yeah, big two big mini men. Bumping me, damn bro. That match to me is is a masterpiece. I've gone back and rewatched that match so many times. Like. Everything about mm -hmm. it and, and the build up too, like around that time frame, you didn't have two baby faces like that facing off against each other for two. I mean, the icy title was just as important as the world title back then, you know what I mean? Like they elevated the icy title up a lot in that time. So you have two guys who 
were the two biggest stars in the company around that time facing off for the two biggest titles. Like <clears throat> that, 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 that shit hit. That shit hit for me. So I'm going to say that one for me. What about you, Pat? What you got? Uh, for my underrated show, I also had WrestleMania 22 for all of the reasons you listed. I thought it's one that just doesn't get, you know, 21 gets a lot of shine and, and everything like that. And I feel like it just kind of overshadows the following year. But I thought 22 was great WrestleMania. Uh, and for my underrated match, uh, I kind of went recent just because I feel like I could have gone back and searched. But I, I just it was one of the last topics I was looking at and everything like that. So um, I went uh, Riddle versus Sheamus at 37. For the United States title, I thought it was one of the most hard hitting matches I've seen. Hard hitting matches that bro kick at the end was great. Like it just, it was a good match all around, and so that's what I picked for my underrated match. That match definitely hit. I also had just as a like a sidebar, uh, even though you know it wasn't a technical masterpiece or anything like that. uh, I put AJ Styles versus Shane. Yeah, I thought for what it was, it it really wasn't that bad. No, I mean that was a great match. Uh, Jay, okay with it. Can't I have piggy- my emotions. I'm gonna piggyback off of Pat uh, and say I'm gonna say WrestleMania 33 doesn't get enough love because of the main event. Obviously, um, a lot of people don't like that main event, but overall, it was a good show. I, I was gonna say 28, but I feel like a lot of people are starting to appreciate 28 more because, like, of how special like it is to see John Cena these days and The Rock's not around. Uh, but I'm gonna go 33. Like that card was it was a good card. It was a good card, and it wasn't extremely long from what i remember like like 35 long so it was it was a good card just had a really bad main event um but my underrated match i'm going with john cena batista 26 i feel like no one talks about that and that's like two of the biggest stars of like our generation and that was like one of the best matches if not the second best match on that that entire show it was yeah yeah, it was it was it was a good match i mean they would have better matches in my opinion like the next few months but I think that match is good, just doesn't get talked about enough. Facts, 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 facts. Josiah, bro, what you got? Uh, so I think um, an underrated WrestleMania is WrestleMania 23, honestly. Uh, I think from start to finish, that Mania was, was awesome. I don't think it doesn't get talked about ne- nearly as much as, as it should be, as it, as it should. Um, and then an, an underrated an underrated uh, Mania match, Um, I forget if it was either a triple threat or a fatal forward, but it was that women's title match. At WrestleMania 33, it was one where Naomi re- returned and she won the, the, the championship. I think that whole match was was, was amazing. I don't think that I can talk about it enough. I think she won. I think oh, she won the, the 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 SmackDown title. I want to say yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah. 33. Yeah. yeah, that was in Orlando. Yeah, because yeah. then she brought out that ridiculous glow belt with all the neon on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. And it was, it was, it was, it was amazing. May May amazing. Uh, Bring it to the flow. Go ahead, uh, Jay. What you got? <laughs> Yeah, so underrated WrestleMania match. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring back Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at 35. Reason I say that is because when people talk about that match, they talk about the buildup, they talk about the story, they talk about how important Kofi's win was for people like him, right? But what a lot of people don't talk about enough, in my opinion, how underscored it is, is that Kofi got in there with one of the top three wrestlers in the world and he held his ground. I think Kofi went in there and surpassed everyone's expectation. I think. I think a lot of people thought that Kofi's going to get in there and do well, but that mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan was going to carry a lot of that match. But I say bump that. I think Kofi got in there, and that match was completely <coughs> 50-50 across the board. Yeah. Um, so that's a super underrated technical wrestling match. Um, exactly. Underrated event. It's been shouted out a couple of times. I'm going to go with the entire Mania 36 empty arena mania. 
if you look at that card from top to bottom and how well executed the matches were done, and, and again, this, this entire show underscores what we were just talking about, right? Is that, in fact, we had a brief conversation before the show even started about, are we even going to count this as a mania? And I do, because I think it's an important stepping stone. I think it proved how important the crowd was for WrestleMania. But even without the crowd, you, you look at Edge versus Orton, Owens versus Rollins, Drew and Lesnar, I thought was really good for what it was. The Funhouse match, the Boneyard match, Charlotte versus uh, Rhea was a lot better looking back than I thought it was in the moment. There was just a lot of really, really good wrestling at that WrestleMania. And if it had had a crowd, I think it might have been able to stand up as a top five mania all time. And it, it unfortunately, it never will because it didn't have the crowd. But I think there was a lot on that on that show that was really, really good. And then the big show ruined it. Ah, well, he tried to. He came out. He came out after the show ended. As you saw, you know, after the show ended. So uh, I was supposed to go to that menu too, which is crazy. Supposed to be there, man, live in person. Uh, What about top three worst WrestleMania main events of all time? The main events. See what you guys. I'll go first on this one. So uh, my number three, I have Hogan versus Sid at WrestleMania eight. Strictly because you had Hulk Hogan, who was the, the the pantheon, the greatest superstar in WWF history, and you had Ric Flair, who was the world champion in WCW. You had them both on the same card. Flair was the champion. And yes, I know they were trying to take some of the, the shine off of Hogan because of the steroid trial, but he was still in the main event for nothing. The fact that you didn't run Hogan versus Flair for the title at WrestleMania 8 is ridiculous, and it's... It's an abomination. To, be, to so. be fair, though, Flair versus Savage was a good match, though. Was it was. Match. It was a great match. But I'm saying just as an artifact of wrestling, it should have been Hogan versus Flair at WrestleMania 8. Yeah. Uh, my number two is uh, Roman versus Triple H at WrestleMania 32. Oh, my just, gosh. That was so bad. God, man, like, literally, for like, I remember watching that and, like, for five minutes – like well, there was a five minute stint where the audience was only concerned about a piece of confetti stuck to Triple H's head. Yeah. Like no one cared for that match. It just no one wanted it to happen. No one was ready to. It, they weren't ready for it to be Roman at the time. And you know that's not a dig at Roman. It just wasn't his time. So that's my number two and my number one. John Cena versus The Miz at WrestleMania twenty seven. Oh yeah. It just. Yeah. It just. It, it, it. The fact that the and again this is. G-Baby isn't here, so we can all admit that The Miz is, he's great. He did what he was supposed to do. They gave him the shine in the promo package, but the fact that you were the WWE champion in the main event of WrestleMania and you were the third most important person of that feud, then he, again, through no fault of his own, got the concussion and the rock build. It just, to me, it's just the worst main event of all time. It's not the worst match of WrestleMania of all time, but for me, it's the worst main event. Not to mention that around that time, I mean, I just didn't feel like the Miz felt like a WrestleMania main event guy at that time. Around that time frame to go up against Cena, like especially when they brought back the Rock, and we kind of, even though they hadn't announced it yet, but we all kind of knew like the Rock and Cena was going to happen. They already been teasing it at the time, so like all oh, this stuff. So mm-hmm. people were just really invested into that in general. So yeah, I, I would deal on that one. That one definitely was a was a stinker, man. Uh, let's go down the bottom, Jay. What you got, man, on yours? All right, so we're doing top three, right? Yep. Yeah. So I initially came up with a list of, uh, of five. So I'm going to throw out the bottom two. You guys are going to think I'm picking on old Terry, but here it goes. Number three, Hogan versus Sid Justice, WrestleMania 8. Number two, Hogan versus Bundy, WrestleMania 2. 
And number one, Yokozuna versus Bret Hart slash Hulk Hogan, WrestleMania 9. That was my um, number four. <laughs> number one stands out on its own for obvious reasons. The booking of that match was absolutely atrocious. In, in, in order to research uh, this show, I went back and, and watched several main events that I was not overly familiar with, uh, at least portions of them, including, again, WrestleMania's 1 through 10. Um, that Those matches with Bundy and Sid Justice, even by Hulk Hogan standards, were some of the worst absolute fucking garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And to this day, honestly, I'm surprised that WrestleMania survived those first 10 years. Maybe it was the draw power of one, three, and five, but those first 10 years of mania were my God, some of the worst wrestling I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you look at those 10 years, they always would save that. I think they had big moments in those years. That's what yeah, I what guess. And maybe that's what saved them Malik because my God just moments. Yeah. Oh my God. And, I mean, so you look at in between, I mean, obviously the first WrestleMania was the first one, Andre yeah. and, and, and Hogan. And then you got the macho men yeah. and Miss Elizabeth reuniting big WrestleMania. Like they had big moments at the time. So, and by the way, we don't have to talk about these, but I just want to throw these out as honorable mentions. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way at WrestleMania 2000, garbage. Triple H versus Orton at WrestleMania 25 shouldn't have been the main event, and it was, and it suffered for that, and it was garbage. Those are my other two. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to disagree with you on that one. That should have been the main event because that was the best storyline going into that WrestleMania. I just think they should have added a stipulation to yeah. that match. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, that they would have made it, it. They convoluted it too it much. It should have had a stipulation, but it should have gone on before. It's, I believe it would have been received better even without – the stipulation, if it had gone on before Sean and Taker, I honestly believe that. I just feel like with the stipulation, like happened at WrestleMania one. If you look at the, if you look at the stuff that Randy Orton was doing in that feud, like why would Triple H not want to like break his neck like an right. unknown? No, agreed. Him, like agreed. It was just crazy, but the storyline was incredible. It's one of the best storylines of all time for me. Yeah, the house breaking. The, the yeah, that's Stephanie while but he was handcuffed. That's yeah. by the way, I should, I should, we're focusing more on it, but I, that's one of the reasons I had it in my top five to begin with is because Malik, the buildup was so good. And then the match fell completely yeah. flat. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, agree. in my opinion, it had both to do with the stipulation and the fact that it went on last. I don't think it should have. Yeah, I think it, it having to follow Taker and Sean kind of like that. The crowd was kind of sucked out of it, and they just right. they weren't. I think if they again, if they would have had a stipulation to put on a banger, it would have been, but just keeping it straight one on one, it just. It just didn't live up to what it should have been. Yeah. All right. That was that was yours. Uh, Lewis, you want to go? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, all right. My top three worst WrestleMania main events of all time. Uh, Roman versus Taker. That shit was ass. That shit was bunt. Get that shit off my screen. Drew versus Brock. The Pandemania. That shit was ass. Nobody clapped for Drew. Eh, inside joke for us. But no, seriously, that match sucked. It was a finisher fest. I fucking hated it. It was just terrible. And then Goldberg versus Braun Strowman. It was just everything leading up to that match was just buns. It was terrible. Strowman was only there because Roman had fucking, he didn't want to like go back into his cancerous ways and shit. And then, and then that match was also a finisher fest. I'm Both Pandemania fucking main events sucked. That shit was ass. It was it was buns. Terrible. Gabricio. Basuda. I think I think the Boneyard match closed night one. <laughs> oh, did it? it did? Yeah. yeah. yeah Boneyard, Boneyard match closed night oh, one. Damn. Well, I mean, too late to, to change it now. That I mean, that match was still, you know, <laughs> Goldberg and Braun was still buns. I'm on live. I'm on live. And they caught me. You see, guys? What you lacking, bro? You see, guys, I, I didn't even know it was a main event, but I'm going to keep it there because that shit was so ass. So <laughs> I'm going to do mine. I'm going to do uh, – I have Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy WrestleMania 3. It was terrible. Uh, I have Brett versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9 for the yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. Like, 
And then my last one is Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34. That shit was <sighs> atrocious. I mean, that was is that the where worst Roman got busted open. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> That was a terrible what? example of WWE. <laughs> that was a terrible I, example of WWE booking themselves into a corner because they made the main event with two guys in the company who majority of the fans didn't want either of the guy to be champion. Brock yep. had been champion for almost a year at this point. You both suck. Brock yeah. had been champion for almost a year at this point, and they were ready for Brock to lose the championship. And they wanted Brock to lose the title, but they didn't want Roman to be the champion either. So. And the match was a bunch of finishers, like F5 after F5. Like Roman got beat seven F5s in that match, bro. And the story seven was F5. literally no one kicked out of one F5. Roman kicked out of F5. No one cared. Like, it, it was just like he kicked out of a suplex. <laughs> like, it was, it was, that viral, it was terrible. That viral leaked video of Brock after that match where he goes behind stage and chucks the belt at Venice. Yes. That speaks yeah. volumes. Yes. Say what say you want you want what you want about Brock. And I've said things about Brock in the past. Brock understands the business. And Brock knew going into that that it was going to be was absolutely ass. atrocious. Yeah, he she knew it. What, what, uh, pissed, what, what pissed me off about that Roman and Brock rivalry was, like, why did it take almost dead-ass a decade for you guys to realize, yeah, maybe we should try to do a last-man-standing match with these guys. Instead like, of a regular match. Like, like, Roman versus Brock, to me, screams bad blood, like, stipulation kind of match. Like, that match would have hit better if it was in a Hell in a Cell match, no, and a I, last and, man standing match, a and guy, last man standing match, at, at, match for all I care, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and not to mention too, I think people were even more pissed off because they we all expected Roman to win, and then he didn't. He still lost. So we're like, yeah, literally, the funny thing is, literally before that that show, I hated Roman Reigns, but in the build up, I said. He's going to win anyway. I'm just going to hop on board. And I've been a Roman fan ever since. But when he lost that match, I was like, really? I just hopped on this shit. I just hopped on this Roman Reigns train for nothing. He just really just – he just fumbled the back. Okay. I still like Roman. That was the same year I started to hate Dolph Ziggler too. So. Looking yeah. back, like yeah. I said, why wait almost 10 years to finally do an insane stipulation for that rivalry? You had so many fucking singles matches, and it took for you – like, it took – I guess this past mania to realize, yeah, these guys sucked. Uh, they they suck with each other in a singles match. Let's add something spicy. Why did it take so long to do that? Fuck. Yeah, and and was... look what happened. Like the the, 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 the match, match was great. The match was great. Yeah, right, right. was the match match was I was there in person. The match. I was there too. When I think I think Pat wanted to say something. Go ahead, Pat. I was just gonna say I thought, and this doesn't have to do with any of that. With what um. Malik had said, I thought Hogan Bundy was WrestleMania 2 because wasn't Andre Hogan WrestleMania 3? Yeah, WrestleMania yeah. 2. WrestleMania 2, yeah. Okay, my bad. I was just, I'm, it was a little nitpick that I had, but y'all are good. Y'all are fine. Josiah, uh, what you got on yours, man? Uh, all right, so Randy versus Triple H at WrestleMania 25. That that, 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 that was pretty awful. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, uh, as, as I always say, yeah. I had Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania 34, but I also had a tie between that one and Roman versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. Uh, I did, I did think that that Roman was probably gonna win that match, but I just didn't think it was gonna happen that way. If you know what I'm saying, like they kind of made Undertaker look a little bit weak, and I didn't, I didn't like that at all. Um, 
and then the, and then the, the last one, I mean, I don't know how much hate I'm going to get, but I mean, like the women's triple threat match, that match sucked. I mean, I'm not, not going to lie to you, that match was awful. Awesome. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, <laughs> it's women's overrated. history month. It's it's, it's, it's it's women's history month, but I mean, hey, it's that match was awful. I'm, I'm sorry, like I, it's especially like when they when they announced that it was going to be the main event WrestleMania, like I, I didn't care for it. Like I, I wasn't like hyped about it. I was I was I wasn't hyped about the build up. I was I would have been happy. I would have been happier. If they did Ronda and Becky, I probably would have been more in. I probably would have would have would have been more more into that. But they never made it a triple threat winner take all. It was kind of no. I, I, I didn't like it at all. So yeah. Nah. What's crazy is now I feel like once they tried to make Ronda and Becky happen, nobody's really gonna give a shit like they would have in twenty. Exactly because like because like not Becky's saying like, that they won't give a shit. They just won't give. Uh, Becky more of a fuck when it was supposed to happen. Becky was so over during that time. Like, she was extremely over. And when she announced that she was going to challenge Ronda Rousey, and I think everybody didn't like Ronda Rousey, like, they were starting to not like Ronda Rousey during this time. So, we all knew that that match was going to be pretty good. And then we all knew that, like, if Becky Lynch would have been the one to finally beat Ronda after nobody else would, that would have been, like, amazing. It would have been, like, good good looking. Not to mention that Asuka had a lot of positive momentum after she beat Becky at the Royal Rumble. And Mm -hmm. Asuka just got royally boned in that whole thing. That's something that that goes forgotten is that Asuka had to eat it in order for that match to happen. And that's why I like what they're doing Asuka now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. The match was all right. Uh, the Roman and Taker match, it is one of the worst ones, but I kind of can't fault for what it was just because I've, I've seen the documentaries. Yeah, there he go making exceptions for Roman chat. He just doesn't want to do it, yo. There he goes. There he goes. I know how bad uh, our shape Taker was in. Like, Undertaker even said himself he shouldn't have been in the ring that year. So yeah. the fact that that match even happened. If you could look at it too, if you go to the Royal Rumble, like he was out of shape and everything. And, Need like the hip replacement, and it was so it got cringy for me. Like when I think they went for like the tombstone, and like he couldn't pick him up or something like that. Like, yeah, right, like, yeah, tombstone, right. And I was like, oh man, this is like you see, I didn't, I didn't like that. You, you see, TJ, yeah. like you, what's crazy was is even though it was an accident, Naya breaking Becky's nose is what made Becky even popular, and so like. Everybody knew Becky versus Ronda Survivor Series. That was way too big of a match to have a Survivor mm-hmm. Series. That was when Becky was like, she was getting shot up to the moon. But Nia breaking her face is what fucking put Becky to Earth Me- Two, bro. Like that's what skyrocketed her into. I think into over that, bro. <laughs> like, like that match should have that, that singles match should have happened at that Mania, and then you could have had you could have done a, did a fucking run back to team Deep Charlotte tax. and Oscar or some shit. You could have done that. Go ahead, Nate. Floor is yours. Uh, well, I mean, I gotta go Roman Triple H. That that was the first WrestleMania I saw like full length live, and that I was disappointed. I just uh, and then WrestleMania twenty five, Orton and uh, Triple H. I remember watching that like on my phone, like watching like on YouTube. I fell asleep. That match is boring beyond fucking belief. It's terrible. Like it's it should have been no holds barred. And I saw it in the comments. I've never watched this match because, like, of who's in it, but Bam Bam versus Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else has seen that match. I've never seen it because it's just, <laughs> like, why would I watch Bam Bam Bigelow and Lawrence Taylor? Shout out Bam Bam, by the way. Yeah. Great, I mean, great big man. But, like, <laughs> I watched that match, Nate, as part of my research. I thought about putting it in my top five. But ultimately, I, I can't really. Lawrence Taylor came out of it looking like a polished turd. I mean, 
Bam Bam did everything he could with he him. Try, yeah. Um, but I mean, at the time, I understand why Vince felt he needed to do it. But in retrospect, I can't really hold Lawrence Taylor accountable for. No. I mean, he's a football player. You know, I, yeah. It's a lot of pressure to to put. <laughs> right. And, yeah. Yeah. Won yeah. the match like, with a top rope shoulder tackle. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry, a middle rope shoulder tackle, not even a top <laughs> a rope. rope. Well, we ain't going that high. Hold on. What you going to do minute. when the man who snort cocaine, uh, you know, every game just goes on you like that? <laughs> what you going to do, man? Damn, Lewis, relax. He going he gonna... to <laughs> I'm not even sure that's PG. Whoa. <laughs> Hold on, bro. Relax. PG meets PC. How you guys doing? All oh, right, so God. moving on to the next one. Top five biggest WrestleMania matches of all time. So we already did our personal favorites. Now we're doing the biggest as far as box office attraction and impact. All the above. Uh, who wants to start? Let's start with Josiah, bro. He didn't start yet. So, what's up with Josiah? Uh, all right. So, top five biggest mania matches. So, um, I did put Rock versus Cena one and two. I mean, I think both matches are, I, th- I think the, the, the first one was like, you know, more, but I think the second one was like equally because, I mean, it's, it's still The Rock and John Cena. I mean, come on now. Um, and then you got uh, the, the Rock versus Hulk Hogan at, you know, WrestleMania, what, what was it, 17, 18, 18? 18. Yeah, so, I mean, like, that was that was box office. It was, it was amazing, you know what I'm saying? The atmosphere, the crowd, the impact, it was awesome. Um, also got uh, Hogan versus Warrior, t- freaking the title t- for title. I mean, we haven't seen that at, at the time. Like, we, we, we never, never seen that, at, especially at WrestleMania. And the outcome was was awesome, too, because, I mean, like, it pushed Ultimate Warrior as well. So, it was, it was, it was pretty dope. And, um... And also the women's triple threat. I mean, you know, it was it made history. You know what I'm saying? Like the women made events about WrestleMania, and I think that was like probably one of the biggest matches for the for the women like ever. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's my top five. All right, all right, valid, valid. Nate, what about you, man? What you got on yours? Uh, I got. Uh, I know we all hate him, but you have to put this match: Hogan, Andre, the the body slam hurt around the world. That's just like one of the first WrestleMania moments. I think the first WrestleMania moment, like like true WrestleMania moment yeah. that like will be replayed for years. Um, Rock versus Cena, that was just generation versus generation. Like, like the whole buildup today. I couldn't watch WrestleMania, but I was super excited for that match. Like, I was so excited to see the results after that show ended, bro. Like, just the energy. It, it's this crazy. was back when WrestleMania was on pay-per-view, bro. I exactly. Had to, I, I had to beg my mom to order that shit, bro. I had Crazy. To, literally, bro. I can't miss that shit. Like, please, <laughs> I'll do anything. Please. Just buy it. <laughs> um, now I would say Bianca, Sasha, two African-American Black women, whatever you want to call them, main eventing WrestleMania. Just Bianca crying before the match, but I cried too. And then, like, the blackest thing I think in WWE history since Teddy Long's wedding, freaking Bianca's parents jumping the barricade. Like, nobody else's family's doing that, bro. Say like, with that's, your chest, Nate. Say that's, with that's, your that's chest. No one else's family doing that. Like, we do that, bro. That's what it is. Hey, bro, that's what they do. I was like, oh my God, this, all right. And then uh, I put Sean Brett, I think that was 12, WrestleMania 12, yeah, WrestleMania right? 12. Yeah, the Iron Man match. I actually watched that for the first time yesterday. It's not a bad match. A lot of people say it's boring, but they paced it themselves very well. And like, right when you like are about to get bored, like they do something to like bring you back into the match. And I didn't, wa- I watched it like without watching the rest of the show. So I don't know how it feels to watch that match after you've already watched wrestling but it was the first iron man match it really showed like how good like bret hart and sean actually are it showed that the the future at least at the time of the wwf was in good hands of course brett would leave but sean like and brett submitted themselves as two of the best to ever do it and then macho man and steamboat i mean that that like jay dart spoke on it earlier uh it's it's like you could you could probably put that in a on a card today and it would it would it would fit like it, it was ahead of its time 
And honestly, I, it, it influenced a lot of like the style we see today. Like you see that a lot of that style today. So uh, I've, I've heard a lot of people like talk about it in high regard. So that, that's like a very good match. Lewis, what you got, man? Start with you. All right, my bad. Let me just pull it on my notes. Just pulling on my notes real quick. All right. Um, all right. So my number one uh, biggest match of all time is uh, Dolph Ziggler and Biggie Langston against Team Hell No. Um, think. I try to catch y'all off guard. I, it didn't work. That's an L on me. Again. No, you saw it in my eyes. I was just, I didn't want to say nothing. I, I was waiting I, to I, hear I, if you were sincere, I didn't want to, like, like, I, 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 I knew he wasn't serious. Bro. I, I wanted to wait. I didn't want to say that either. So he's like, wait, okay. Now, what's crazy control. was, I was, I was on my phone, say, I pulled, that ass, what's, like. what's crazy was, on my phone, I pulled up Dolph Ziggler WrestleMania matches because I don't know anyone he got. To be honest exactly, with you. Jane, I'm sorry. I don't know any match he had besides that one, bro. I had to. And he got clapped by Otis. Yeah, he really fought Otis, <laughs> see, huh? Why see, is there a graphic? Made, of him? Why is there a graphic of him versus Brock Lesnar? Did you make that, Jade? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Hey, I uh, I, I like the Hey, that's the match that Jade wanted at WrestleMania right there. Get that, get that out of here, man. I mean, it's just gonna happen. Kick him out the class. The real, what you, you got your real top five? Oh my god, there you go, Jay. That's way better. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There yeah. we go. Damn, the beard. Uh-huh. I'm still surprised he won that. All right, so my top five biggest WrestleMania matches of all time: uh, Brock versus Roman, WrestleMania 38. That's the unification. I mean, it, on paper, on paper, it is the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. On paper, it is. Uh, got the two world champions unifying the titles. I mean, the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. So there you go. Um. WrestleMania 17, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus that bitch Maivia. Uh, Stone Cold just whooped his ass. Um, it was great. You know what Damn. I'm saying? Uh, HBK versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. I believe that's Mania 14, right? Yeah, that is Mania 14. That's, yeah. That that that, that, that Mania in general. I love that Mania. That Mania in general. <laughs> that match. I mean, don't get better than that. I believe that was a uh, Mike Tyson, right? Where he came yep. and just shocked HBK. Tyson. Yeah. Tyson, man. It's the. All right, um, and then WrestleMania 3, Hogan versus Andre. You got to have that on there just because of the history it had behind professional wrestling, box office of it, the moment of that match. So you definitely got to have that. And then uh, John Cena versus uh, my VS bitch ass at 28. I mean, once again, you got I – mean, I ain't got to say nothing about that match. You already know. <laughs> I can't talk today. I'm sorry. I can't talk. I apologize. Once in a lifetime, quote unquote. Yeah, once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. It's so nice they had to do it twice. They yeah. never had a second match. I don't remember it. Once in a lifetime. I'll do mine. Uh, mine is a little bit, uh, a little bit different too. I have Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant for obvious reasons. The impact uh, that was the first biggest match WWE ever did, and you know it was, it was for the importance of the reasons. <clears> Hogan versus Warrior, Ultimate Challenge, title for title. Up to that point, I mean, you never seen two, like I said, two baby faces colliding at WrestleMania and the Intercontinental title around that time, which is as important as the world title. That was like the workhorse title. Like if you won the Intercontinental title, you're pretty much guaranteed to win the world title at some point. You know what I mean? That was a good sign. So um, I have to go with that one. Hulk Hogan and The Rock, WrestleMania 18, iconic. Uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, street versus career is, is on is on mine. Uh, no. That to me, I think, was the first time 
for a lot of people that they really didn't know Undertaker was going to win at WrestleMania. Like, I don't think a lot of people really knew the outcome of that match. Uh, Sean was really, Sean still had a few goods left in wrestling, you know, uh, before he retired. And the fact that, you know, the rematch, obviously him being obsessed with ending the streak and the whole storyline build up, like, I legit did not know what was going to happen in that match. Like, this is the first time I possibly thought Taker could lose at WrestleMania. But then again, I was like, Sean's not going to retire, though, right? Like, why would he retire? Like, and so I honestly just didn't know what was going to go down. And then The Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania 28 would, would also be online. I mean, you have mm-hmm. two guys from two different generations. It's just like Attitude Era versus Ruthless Aggression Era. Like, two guys from two different generations that you only could dream about happening. And the fact that they collided, it's, it's, it's still <clears throat> to me that the match actually happened. Like, it's in the match that 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 WrestleMania pay per view actually is the most bought WrestleMania pay per view of all time. So that speaks that speaks volumes. What's about uh, what about you, uh, Jay? What's going on, Jay? Then we're going to Pat. Yeah, so I mean, my my entire list has pretty much been taken. I'm gonna try and call out a couple of things. Um, number one, I wanted to shout out, and I, I had to go back and do some research, and I had to go back and watch this for myself. Um, can you guys imagine how big WrestleMania? was being touted at the time at the first WrestleMania and how much pressure was on the roster to make it good. Now imagine that you're the first guys up. Like the the first match at the first WrestleMania was Tito Santana versus the executioner, Buddy Rose. No one remembers that match. No one talks about it, but I mean, they quite literally set the bar. Like there's no other way to put it. Um, And and it's actually a decent watch. I I would recommend you go back and watch it. Um, TLC two mania, TLC two at mania X seven just kind of showed that the previous SummerSlam TLC wasn't a fluke and that tag team wrestling was a huge part of WWF. I mean, that didn't stick around, but um, it brought it to, it brought it to the mainstream at the time um, and and showed everyone uh, the tag team wrestling was just as much of a part of the card as anything else. Um, uh, Obviously uh, I I did have the women's triple threat uh, up there as well. I mean, it was Ronda Rousey who was one of the hottest athletes in the world at the time, popularity wise. Um, and then the popularity of Becky Lynch, the first women's main event, obviously. I had Rock versus Cena at WrestleMania 28. Um, and then I did have Lesnar versus Roman at WrestleMania 38 as well. Again, like Lewis said, regardless what you think about either guy, regardless of what you think about how the match went on paper, that quite literally was the biggest WrestleMania. And then just a shout out to um, Ric Flair versus Shawn Michaels, the retirement match as well, just because most of mine were taken. Um, obviously, it was huge. That brought a lot of eyes to the show as well. So, uh, Pat, what you got? What you got on your list? Uh, okay, so as my number six, uh, I know what we're doing top five, but just as my number six, I put both of the main events for twenty five because it set the precedent of these are the new stars, these are the new people who we are strapping the rocket to. So the Cena JBL match and the Batista Triple H match, like I have that just as my honorable mention, I guess. Again, just because it set the standard of these are the new guys who are pushing as the face of the company. It says, you know, the, the changing of the guard, so to speak. Uh, so I have that as my number six. Uh, number five, I have uh, Andre versus Hogan at WrestleMania three for obvious reasons. Most people took that one. Uh, for number four, I have the, I have WrestleMania. I have the triple threat because mm. for Daniel Bryan to literally not only go from being, <laughs> becoming the, the sensational star that he was in wrestling, but the Yes movement taking over everything. It was on Good Morning America. They were doing it in football stadiums and baseball stadiums. Like it was just, it was such a huge deal at the time that it just kind of it moved past being more than wrestling. Like so many people were behind the Yes movement. 
so I have that as my number four. Uh, number three, I have The Rock versus Hogan. That it goes without saying, you know. Again, two of the greatest superstars of all time. Number three, I have uh, The Rock versus John Cena at WrestleMania 28. That again just goes without saying. And uh, number one, I have uh, Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17, the heel turn. Understandable, valid, yeah. valid. This is a good option, man. This is a good option. The next one's interesting. I want to see people have on here. So we're talking WrestleMania theme. What's the greatest WrestleMania theme song of all time for you? A lot of there have been a lot of great WrestleMania themes, but I want to see because I feel like everybody has a different answer or similar edges with everyone's. Um, so I want to see what everybody else has to say with theirs. So Jay, what you got for yours? Uh, I've got. I, I took into account the quality of the track. Uh, I took into account how fitting it was for the time and how fitting it was for that particular show and the matches that were on that card. And after taking all that into consideration, I came, I came to my way at WrestleMania X seven. I mean, I hear my, I hear my way. I'm just, it randomly comes up on the radio and and I think about WrestleMania X seven every time I hear it. And there are other tracks that lead you to do that as well. And I'm sure everyone, you know, other people are going to mention them, but I don't think any song encapsulated a show and the biggest matches on that show more than my way did at, mm-hmm. at the time, obviously Limp biscuit, one of the hottest acts in the world at the time as well. So that didn't hurt. Yeah, um, but yeah, my, my way, I think definitely was <clears throat> an amazing fit for that particular yeah. WrestleMania. All right. All right. All right. Nice. Pat, what you got, man? Uh, I, man, it took me a while. Cause like, I'm just such a big music person. And so I literally went and like looked them all up and listened to, I put them on a playlist and listened to them all today. And some I preferred some to others. Some kind of have like, like a nostalgia bias to me. Like they're just songs that I have still like in rotation today, but right, right. Uh, the first song I have two and one, uh, again, I don't know the title of the track, but it's ladies and gentlemen, saliva. WrestleMania 23. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania I mean, 23. Just ladies and gentlemen. Is it just called ladies and gentlemen? Okay. Yeah, well then, then yes. Like that song, just, I don't know just something about it. It just sticks with me. I'm very big fan of dad rock. I guess that's what they've touted it as nowadays. But yeah, so that one. And the other one is Invincible by Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, I thought it was just a, it fit for John Cena and the, you know, for the fight that, you know, he was coming in thinking he was untouchable, thinking he was invincible. He was John Cena after all. Uh, it wasn't great live, you know, no diss to MGK. I am an MGK fan. Y'all can hate me in the comments if you want. Oh, but, uh, but yeah, so those are those are my two, and of course the original WrestleMania theme song because it's a pain. <laughs> Shout out! Uh, what about you, Lewis? What you got, man, for yours? Written in the stars, a million mm-hmm. miles away. My, WrestleMania my. twenty-seven. Come yep. on, man. Yeah, that's mine. It's so beautiful. I I listen to it all the time, and it's just so. So good. So that's good. My, that was a close good. number two for me. That's in my top three. It's in my top three. Runner up was Mania 28, though. That was, was runner up. Which one? The Flow Rider or MGK one? MGK, bro. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I, I think that Flow Rider one was, was, was underrated, too. I like, I like that one as well. Which one was that one? Was it my good house? Feeling, good feeling. Nah, my, yeah, my, yeah. Oh, good feeling. Okay. Oh, yeah. My house was a good one, too. Though. My house was good. Oh, yeah. Man, I just, my was good though. Yeah. Uh, you, said, yeah. you, said, you said yours is the same. It's twenty-seven, and that, and that, and that, uh, that, uh, that Flo Rider song. Flo Rider. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what you got? What's yours, man? What's yours? So Jade already said my way, Limb Biscuit, and y'all already said like uh, the the WrestleMania twenty-eight. Uh, like though that's just nostalgia for me. I like my house uh, for thirty-two. 
That I it just it just made WrestleMania feel big. But I'm gonna shout out the weekend for like someone said I want to hear RB tracks for WrestleMania. Bro, Re- yeah, weekend makes that. WrestleMania feel like WrestleMania, like his songs just perfectly fit what WrestleMania is. Yeah. Like yeah. If, it, if this was like 10 years ago, like when they were using rock, like yeah, because wrestling was different, WWE was different, but now WrestleMania is just a larger than life big one big wrestling party. And the weekend encompasses all that and whatever track they choose. I mean, Blinded by the Light was in my top five, honestly. Yes, Blinded yeah. by the Light is a wonderful. So that's song. what I'm saying. Like the, they've used the weekend a few times, but they also like I feel like he's like the new generation's flow writer because they use yeah. flow, a bunch of different flow writer yes. songs. Like he just makes. he makes songs that. Yeah, yeah, he makes songs that cater to the audience because WrestleMania. It's like the one show of the year that you don't necessarily have to be a wrestling fan to watch right. because of the spectacle right. that it's it is. So they, yeah, so they include popular, like, you really think, like, diehard football fans want to see Rihanna sing or listen to Rihanna? Like, not really. Like, so, the game, yeah. yeah, they want to watch the game. So, but they know that she's a big name star and it's going to produce more of an audience. So that's why they picked her for the halftime show. Like, let's be real. Right, so for that. me, we got to perform though. One of these manias, but I'm getting um, getting WrestleMania, tired. WrestleMania 17, obviously my way is in my top three. So it was written in the stars, but my number one is, is definitely WrestleMania 23. Ladies and gentlemen, that shit is, oh, that's, that's, that's a lot of thing, man. I remember, I mean, I was, uh, I was, uh, I don't know, I was seven, so I was like, I was like ten years old around that time. But like, I every time I, every time I hear that song, I like Jade said, I think of WrestleMania twenty three. I think of the promo packages. Like, I can envision, I, I, I could, I could see it in my brain. Like, I could see mm-hmm. the, the promo package build up. Like the, 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 it's just that to me. I probably listen to more than anything. I will say two honorable mentions for me. Uh, would be WrestleMania 19, Crack Addict by Limp Bizkit. Oh, I forgot about that. That's a good one. That one, that's good one. That one was Crack tough. Addict was good. And then uh, WrestleMania 31, Rise Up. I actually really love that one, too. WrestleMania 31. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. That one I really no, liked, too. So, I don't remember how I went, exactly. Uh, hold on. So real quick, it's before called, we move on up. to the next question, y'all ever listen to, like, just a regular-ass song, and they, and, and they got a hint of wrestling in there? Like, when you listen to Six Foot, Seven Foot, and Lil Wayne says Andre the Giant, like, I'm like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he said that shit. Yeah. Hey, I also, it's different. I, I feel like we can't discuss themes without also talking about promo packages. So, shout out to Monster from WrestleMania 30. Yes, one of the best promo packages. And then, shout out to um, Sad But True. I can't remember what, what Undertaker match was it that they did a Sad But True. Um, they, they played Sad But True for, for a, a hype video for The Undertaker. I can't oh, remember man. which one it was. I don't remember. I don't um, remember. But shout out the memory remains by Metallica though for that Undertaker match. That one too. We talking WrestleMania promo package, the Streak versus Career. No, I want to say that it took me just now. I took it took me just now to realize that that was the song that that was what was played. I made a video about that a long time ago. Like the Run Up the Hill. That's the greatest WrestleMania. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit, bro. You can literally watch that promo package and get the whole story in that promo. When they played that on Stranger Things, I was like, wait a minute, I know this song. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I said in my video. Also, uh, just another slight one, um, because you know, Lewis being the diehard Broken Dreams fan, uh, the Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt feud, the group that that does Broken Dreams, they have like the beginning of the the promo package is like the sixty seconds of like gothic music for the Undertaker, and then there's a brief song done by that band it's called Shaman's Harvest, and it's called 
uh, I'm something in the darkness or something like that. But it's an amazing track. If y'all haven't seen or heard it, it's on YouTube. Just Google Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt promo song. It's an amazing song. Uh, but yeah, Monster was was great. Running up that hill was amazing. Obviously, uh, my way, in my way, in my way, yeah, my Tana. way stands alone. What it is, I even liked uh, Legacy by Eminem for the Bray Wyatt John Cena feud. That was yeah. a good one. That was tough. Uh, uh, shout out to Nas and Hate Me Now. Like when Miz used that, yeah. that, was that was perfect tough. for Miz. That was, was like perfect. damn. Another one. That. Another one. One more before I throw out there before we move on was the WrestleMania 25 between Orton and Triple H. It was ACDC. It's uh, uh-huh. the ACDC song in there. It was called. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, War, yeah. It's called War Machine. War yeah. Machine. Was pretty sick too. So, uh, then the last two. Let's get into this one. Shocking moment in WrestleMania history besides the streak. Obviously, the streak. Can I go first? Because I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go a different way for this one. I don't know. Maybe maybe all of you went the same way I did. Dolph Ziggler cashing in on the night what? after WrestleMania doesn't count, Jay. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well I'll move to number two then. Number two. <laughs> just just to be clear, yeah. you cannot you cannot say the streak because obviously the streak is number one. It will never no, be obviously, but. But I think, in my opinion, in the moment, watching WrestleMania 30, to me, based on how – because I could watch Lesnar versus Taker, and I was 50-50 on it, honestly. I I thought there was a good chance Lesnar might win that match. I wasn't overly surprised. But what blew me away – and, again, it's probably going to piss a couple of you guys off. I'm sorry ahead of time. Bray Wyatt should have beaten John Cena at WrestleMania 30. And in the moment – in the moment, I was like, listen, John's the guy. I get it. He has to understand wrestling enough to know that Bray Wyatt needs to get this win. It will not hurt John Cena to take the loss. They could find a way to do it. And the fact that John Cena not only won, but won clean as a whistle, r- restrained himself from falling for Bray Wyatt's demons and all that shit, and then still won the match. I... To this day, I don't understand it. I, if you're a John Cena fan, I get it. From a booking perspective, from a storytelling perspective, to this day, I still don't understand it. And I had to pause the network at the time. And you Did guys that know happen? that's a risk at the time. So I had to pause the network because I could not believe what was happening when Bray Wyatt lost. Did did, did that I happen think... before or, or after uh, they had that steel cage match? Before was after or before. 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 That was the first match of the season. My thing, my thing yeah. with those type of matches is that people can lose certain matches. For me, it's just how you, it's what you do with them after you lose something like that. Like Bray Wyatt lost a feud. I think hurt him more than anything because the same with when he beat Rusev at WrestleMania. Like I didn't have an issue with that. Yeah, it made him to say, just, I quit the next pay-per-view. It's just, they, they booked after that Rusev is quitting to Cena. Like they booked him terribly after that, that finish. Like you can lose matches and still look fine. I mean, if you look at Kane at WrestleMania, 14 when he lost to Undertaker, but then after the match, he destroyed the Undertaker and walked out of the ring by himself. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there are ways you could still lose matches and be fine. I definitely think Bray winning that mania would have been huge for him, but even if he had won, I still don't think he would have won the feud overall. I mean, he would have lost two back to back matches to John Cena because they were. But at that point, at that point, though, Malik, if he loses those next two matches, in my opinion, it's fine because he took the mania win. And that is the sweetest win that you could have gotten out of any. Again, if you're, I, I, I understand it from both sides, but from a storytelling perspective, from a booking perspective, I was so shocked at the time. So that's why that's what I went with my most shocking moment. That, that was I'm such not, a weird time for Cena. Like they didn't know like, it was it was it was like a love hate relationship. Like yeah, do they want to continue Texas, pushing yeah. Cena? Do they it not want to continue pushing Cena? It was such a weird time. That's when he was starting to float to the mid card more. Like yeah, was, that was yeah. that was when he started 
That's I wouldn't say said. degress. He said John Cena will never regress, but that was that was the time when they were like, "Do we want to? Yeah. Do we want to keep on yeah. making him the man?" You know, yeah, like, yeah. The the polish had come off a little bit. You know, exactly. Thank you, Pat. That's that. Thank you. I think. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think. Honestly, I think at that time with WrestleMania 30, I think they Vince was already set on Roman Reigns. Like he already was ready to. Oh yeah. To, to lock in on that Roman Reigns push, you know what I mean? That was a, I mean, a project if, to work if you, out. If you look at look at WrestleMania 30, Cena was in the mid card and he faced Bray Wyatt and the Shield was still together. But if you look at the next year, Roman Reigns in the main event against Brock Lesnar and Cena is fighting for the U.S. title. You know what I mean? So they were already ready to polish that Roman Reigns stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, my uh, this one, listen. Obviously, you can't say this streak, but this one for me shocked me because there is no way you could have told me that this dude was going to win this match. Uh, when Randy Orton beat Triple H and John Cena at WrestleMania, I ain't gonna lie, that that shocked the hell out of me because I definitely, I, for, you couldn't tell me John Cena wasn't gonna win that match. Like, John, Cena, John Cena just came back, won the Royal Rumble. I mean, he's, he, I, he, and he didn't lose the championship; he was injured. So I'm like, oh, he's for sure he'd get the title back. You know what I mean? Like, but when he won that match, I was yeah. like, holy shit! Like yeah. Randy Orton is, yeah. and that was honestly that was the right call because that was big for like Randy Orton needed that win at that time to solidify not only his run as champion but to solidify him as one of the top stars in the company. And you just with the whole story, like I said, I just Cena had just came back; he never lost the championship. So I'm like, oh, he's definitely gonna win inside of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying he's gonna be champion mm-hmm. again. But like when Triple H hit that pedigree, and then he kicked. Triple H and then he pinned Cena. I was like, bro, what? I, I, I you know, that's what made me. I, that's, that's, I'm, I'm like, yeah. And then to make it all we're like, yeah, he was the one, like, he he, he pinned Cena to do it. So I was like, bro, yeah. <laughs> that, that uh, one, that one to me definitely shocked me. Because I, I, yeah. I would have bet, I would have bet a lot of money that John Cena was going to win that match. And Ray right. Jordan ended up winning. So that was, that was pretty crazy. That's fair. Uh, I'll go next. So uh, I, I was a little like confused by this question. So I picked two. I picked a shocking moment and I picked like an OMG moment. Uh, so my OMG moment uh, is edging, edge spearing Jeff Hardy off the top, off the ladder or off the, yeah, off the ladder, uh, WrestleMania X7. Like, yeah, it's one of the, they, re, they replay it in every hype package for a reason. It's, mm-hmm. it was incredible. And the flash bulbs back then, like, you know, tell the story in and of itself. Uh, but as far as like shocking, uh, if you would have told me that uh, the Hardy Boys were going to return 24 hours after being in a ladder match against the Young Bucks and return at WrestleMania 33, I would have told you you were a goddamn liar. But they did. And to me, again, like as far as crowd pops and anything like that, that just is like the way and the way that they built it up and everything like that, you thought it was going to be the new day. Cause they came out in their gear, ready to go like that. I was, but I was about to hyped. <laughs> yeah. I only, but, I only kind of anticipated that. Cause I heard I was reading dirt sheets. I had, yeah, I had heard rumors and stuff, but again, like literally the night before they fought they the young bucks. Yeah, yeah. In a ladder match. I was like, yeah, like maybe they'll come back like the raw after mania or something yeah. like that. Or something. I, but I was, to show up that night, Bro. I was sitting next to my uh, a friend of mine. We were watching it, and when they had said there was going to be a fourteen, I was like, "It's going to, it's, it's might be the Hardys for real." And he was like, "No way!" Like they just, I was like, "Bro, like they've already been rumored to come back." Yeah. But I'm like, "This could really yeah. be the Hardys right here, bro." Like my brother, yeah. my my older brother knew about it, and and like, but he didn't say nothing to me. So he he was like, "Bro, like just." Just whatever you do, like watch that tag team match. Like you, you pr- just watch that tag team match. <laughs> and then when and then when the hardest came out, I was like, I, I, t- I, t- I was like, bro, bro, did you see? I was like, bro, see, I told you, I, t- I told you, man. I was like, bro, I, I, like, you know what I'm saying? 
pretty crazy. Yeah, so those are mine. I have a couple others, but I'll let everybody get theirs out for it. Uh, hey, what you got yours, man? What you got for yours? Uh, I know I don't know if a lot of people remember this, uh, but I got Zack Ryder winning the IC title. Like at the yeah, time, Zack Ryder was a jobber. Yeah. Right. And like I was a Jack, Zach Ryder. Know, to, 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 to be, wasn't he a replacement in that match too? Oh yeah, he was yeah. a replacement. He yeah, was a replacement. He, who did he replace? Somebody else. Neville. There. Neville. Yeah, it was Neville. Yeah, that's right. Neville, Neville got injured. Yeah. yeah, but like I was a Jack Ryder mark since like 2011, uh, and like even when they kept pushing him down the card, I was like, man, like keep pushing Zach Ryder. Like he he needs one more shot. Just give him a mid card title. And like I didn't watch it live because we hadn't gone home yet, but I saw it on Instagram, and I was like. They really let this man win the icy. T- I was so excited then the night after he lost. We ain't got to talk about that. It's all about the moment. We're just talking it makes about the you, moment. It makes you wonder, like, like was Neville supposed to win the icy title though? Like, yeah, that's, that's right. what I'm thinking. You know what like, I mean? Zach won. Right. Like they yeah. could have won with anybody else, but they decided to go with Zach. So that's a nice one. I mean, you know, there's that question that's always there. It's the same thing with. I mean, you could say the same thing about Kofi Mania. He, it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali in the chamber. Yeah. yeah like, was it supposed to be his be, time? Yeah. yeah. No. Besides, yeah. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, I think it was supposed to be Kevin Owens. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been Kevin Owens though. To be fair, because Ziggler yeah. wasn't in the chamber, man. That's why he's like that. Should have oh, been man. me. Uh, so a shocking, a shocking moment of WrestleMania. Um, I do think it, it was it was Austin's heel turn. Um, I didn't I didn't think and and like wow. the execution. You know, well that's another story. But I mean, like when you talk about. Stone Cold and like Vince McMahon, that's probably like one of the greatest rivalries. If not, people said that is the greatest rivalry in, in, yeah. in WWE. And you would never think that Stone Cold of all people would align himself with, with, with Vince McMahon, but he did, and that was and that was kind of crazy, and that, that was shocking. Like, it's, and, and and it happened like against The Rock too. So like, you know, you and, know what's and, so crazy though is like even when he did turn, people still were cheering like yes, yes. That's what I was saying. I think The Rock Cold, was, was the only person in, in, in the in the feud, right? Well, no, they both were baby faces, but I mean, yeah. the match was in Texas, but like Stone Cold, I, Stone Cold is the only baby face in wrestling that people will never boo, never, right? There's nothing exactly, because there's nothing, there's nothing to so, hate about Stone Cold's character, and that and, and, and that plays a part into like the execution, like you know, you, there's nothing to hate about Stone Cold, but but then and again, like they were trying yeah. to make him a, a heel, and I think that was like. The, hey, the, the shocking was, aspect of it. Yeah. One of my like, favorite things too on that is JR's commentary. He was snapping. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, like the, the the fans in the audience cheered and shouted and everything like that. But for the people at home, JR convinced you that, <laughs> like, Stone Cold, like, beat your kids into yeah. oblivion. Like, he, he literally made it said like he's shaking hands yeah. with Satan himself. Yeah, yeah. he shook his yeah. hands with the devil himself. Like, JR sold that. Exactly. That, so that, that was in the, like, I was in the hospital during this man's neck surgery. What the hell? Right, right. He's shaking <laughs> hands with the crazy. devil. That, that's what makes it, like, crazy. Like, you, yeah. you you would you would never think Stone Cold of all people would align up with, with Vince. You know what I mean? And let me even call though, out. But let, you know what's me... crazy though? Even I don't know how you guys watched it, but like even during the match, like this the heel turn was already planted there. But I think people were like kind of confused, like why is Vince like helping like right Austin in this match? Like, it's weird, you know what I mean? Then he shook yeah, hands. Beating your ass for years, like what's up with you, man? Right. <laughs> exactly. Not not man, for, man. That Jr. moment ain't got shit, man. Look up a compilation of Jr. just calling Triple H matches. <laughs> You son of a bitch! <laughs> nah, I'm being for real though. He's just straight flaming. He did not like What do you want to say, Jay? Before we go to Lewis? No, I was gonna say I, I get uh, you know, a lot of the the shit that I get on TikTok. I feel like I rightfully deserve, but but there is there is some shit that 
I don't deserve, and that's when I talk about Jr. When I say Jr. should have retired four years ago, and oh, that sure. he he yes, he does a, a disservice to AEW's programming and to his own legacy in yeah. in going too long. Um, but but again, this goes back to the argument we had earlier about not argument we all agreed that you can't mute wrestling when you watch it. <laughs> Jr. J, Jr. has had probably more legendary calls than anybody, but then he, he's not the only one that's had legendary calls. The King has had some bangers every once in a while. Michael yeah. Cole has had some bangers every once in a while. The, the, the broadcasting right now is weak in WWE, but over the course of its history, they've always had one voice that always makes those moments just a little bit more. Michael Cole you know, actually you know, rejuvenated himself. Like, like he, yeah, he's, 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 I think Michael Cole yeah. has been amazing since Vince left. Yeah, I, yeah but what's crazy? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want Pat McAfee back with, with Cole. I would like to see, I'd like to see Pat McAfee and Corey Grace for some reason. I think that would mesh well. I think Corey I think, Grace does an amazing job. On thank, thank you, Pat. Thank I, I you. think Corey Grace is incredible. I, I, Corey Grace needs freaking back surgery the way he's carrying the commentary team. Kevin Patrick is the third worst commentator I've heard in my life. And he does not have an excuse like the first two. You want to do a top yeah. three real quick? Mike Adamley is the worst, but <laughs> Mike, we know. But, but, but Mike Adamley didn't even know the names of superstars. Like, But, yeah. but like, he had issues. So, like, well, I'll let it slide. The they guy did. who came in the pandemic. Adam like, Vert, whatever his name is. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my Vert. God. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, they kicked him out so bro, bro, crazy. Ain't, like, ain't Kevin Vert is an Irish dude. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think yeah. I didn't think Michael Cole and Wade Barrett would be so good together, but they're actually pretty good. They're really good. I, I like I like I Pat McAfee. I see Pat McAfee. You know, else is kind of random on commentary though. Booker T. Oh uh, my, my yeah. bad. Oh, what I was bleak, what I was saying. What I was saying was T man. Come on, Al. What, what I was saying was I I like um I like Pat, I think Pat McAfee just elevates everybody around him like he Michael does, Cole yeah. got to the point where like it like him and Pat McAfee I'm I'm still down with them to work together but I like to see like Pat McAfee like reinvent a lot of people like you put Pat McAfee next to Corey Graves like I both think are, both are animated as fuck oh, like yeah, Corey Graves got the most, the most craziest disses I've seen you put both of them yes, together on Raw Byron over Kevin this I mean, is yeah, Kevin but, this I mean, I'm gonna yeah. do a Kevin Patrick impression. Someone goes to a table. Wow, that was really insane. No emotion. Like, yeah. bro, can one of the, you yeah. wait? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Byron Jackson wasn't terrible, though. He was all right. Byron Jackson was saying. He wasn't I'm terrible, like, but, but it's like... Byron's yeah. call for Kofi Mania was legendary. Mm. It, it was. Kevin, it was. Kevin Patrick makes me miss Byron Saxon. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, saying but so. like, I'm trying to figure we, out what, what Jay got against Booker T, though, man. What's up against Okay, him? okay. Well, you want to talk <laughs> about it? Let's talk about it. And we only got one subject left for Mania. We got a little bit of time, so let me talk about it. Shook it, quick, quick, quick. No, listen. Shook it, quick, quack. Shook it, quick, Listen, listen. Shook it, quick, quack. Wipes my ass on five dollar burrito night, but that's not my biggest problem. My biggest problem with Booker T is that he makes everything. <laughs> He makes everything about him. Every call comes back to Booker. It comes back to how Booker was involved in this. Oh, Roxanne Perez, my doll. I trained. That's my girl. Oh, Kofi won the world title. Oh, you know, I showed Kofi how to do a handlock 15 years ago in Houston. Like, shut up. Nobody cares. You had nothing to do with what is happening in the ring. Call the action. Set your bitch ass down. Give me your catchphrases. I don't want to hear it. 
Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm AJ, sorry. did you like that um, every time Vic Joseph brought up Kofi's uh, uh, championship record that he broke out Booker T? Oh, yeah. Oh, getting yeah. angry. <laughs> but, but even that was like, even that was like, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to talk about Booker right now. Every time Booker, every time, every time Jay watches, every time Jay watches NXT and listens to Booker, he's like, you know what? You deserve to get pinned by Triple H. <laughs> every, every time. You deserve like, that. You know I see what? why you know Triple what? H did that. You know, you know I, I, I did hate it, but now, you know what? I wish it was me that did it to you. I would have taken like, even like, longer like, to pin you. You got to be kidding me. You gotta be, you gotta be, oh, you gotta be kidding, though. Tell me, didn't just say though, that. Like, I think they should switch his role to a guy that helps elevate other commentators or reinvent them because yeah. I think they should like, switch his role to where he's never on TV again. Because I don't she want, just, I don't want him on the, I mean, on the booth. Is it problem solved? They should just hire that coach. <laughs> oh, you talk about Booker oh, T? I thought you talked about Pat. I was like, I mean, what the fuck? Coach on the commentary team. Coach is solid. I love, I love King when he wasn't talking about boobs. Like coming down, I got worked up just now. Whenever the Divas came on, bro, Jerry came on. Right? He was he was, right? he he was, was borderline on. insufferable, man. One of my favorite, but one of my favorite King calls, man, is when uh, Big Foley gets choke slammed through the eldest out. He just goes, yes, "That's it, he's that's dead. It, he's dead." Yeah, I was like, "Damn!" <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you go back and look at that too, because he didn't know what was gonna happen, he was like, "My God, they killed him." He's talking about the, the company, like they killed, they just killed this man. While, while we're on the subject, to piggyback <laughs> off of what Jade said, that Jr. should have retired four years ago, I think, and I think AEW fans don't want to hear this, like, because I, I love AEW, but that commentary team is so old and they don't connect with the newer audience at all. There's <laughs> no connect except Excalibur. Excalibur, you Excalibur's do, great. Excalibur, you do <laughs> a fucking good. great job, Excalibur. You're the man. But Tony yeah, Schiavone, I, I like Taz a little yeah, bit. Taz, Taz is a good Taz is solid. But when we're talking about <laughs> like guys cool. like Tony Schiavone and JR, they don't connect. Me personally, like at this point in time, I don't connect with JR. As a kid, <laughs> fuck yeah. Now, no. Tony Schiavone. I, I prefer if he did you backstage interviews. Literally, when I see Tony Schiavone nowadays, like because I've seen him in his in WCW, I, I ain't no casual. But nowadays, when I see Tony Tony Schiavone, he's only there for nostalgic purposes to say it's Sting. That's it's it. Sting. I'm tired of that. When shit. I really you saw Taz, Tony in WCW. That's on MLW. When I really liked Taz was was in TNA. Last subject, man. Uh, Mania match you didn't care for at first, but overseeded your expectations. Oh, my so. bad. My shock and mania, mania moment was uh, worried being Hogan. My bad. We didn't get to that. Look. Oh, yeah, my fault. My fault. Oh, my you sure? That's on me. We, I talked too much. No, that's on me. I got us way off track. I apologize. No, I talked too much. No, no, sorry. Shuck it. Hey, shuck it. Quick, 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 man. But worried beating Hogan was mine, though. That was mine. Uh, Mania match you didn't care for at first, but overseeded your expectations. So a match that you saw on paper were like, I don't care, and then the match turned out to be way better than you thought it was gonna be. So uh, I'll do it. I'll do it first. Yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio at uh, Mania Twenty Seven. Ooh, mm, it's a good one. Well, a good I didn't, one. I didn't, I didn't give a shit mm. about it because just like I just, you know, like I just didn't care for it <laughs> at the time. Because uh, mm -hmm. you know, as a kid, you only care about like the world title matches and shit. Right, but yeah. honestly, Cody and Ray, like to me, if we're talking about underrated rivalries, underrated feuds, like that's like almost at the top of the list. Like that, that yeah. entire feud yeah. is great. Yeah, that was, that was, that was really good. good. Pat, what you got, man? Uh, I didn't write down which mania it is, and 
it was because uh, it it was because uh, I I just looked at it real quick. But going into the match, I just didn't expect it to be anything. It was better than expected. Uh, I put Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight. Oh, that was a pre-show thirty-five. Pre-show thirty-five, and I know it's pre-show. I I looked into that, but I mean, I again, I didn't care. Like I loved when Buddy Murphy won the title. I thought he did great as Cruiserweight champ. I thought he kind of, sort of, like he was the last like small invigoration for the Cruiserweight title, in my opinion. You know his his feud or his matches with Mustafa and Cedric and everything like that. And I again, I didn't care for that match, but it really, really did uh, overseed expectations. Shout out to Tony Nese winning. I didn't think he should have, but whatever. It is what it was. But that, yeah, that's the match that I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was, and it was. I'm saying on this note, Aries and uh, Aries and Neville. Neville, yeah. uh, Oh, before 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 that, I'll say I'll say by this, uh, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. That was good. They should have been on the main show. Yes, that should have. It wasn't, but it should have. And press John Cena. From that time frame, from like 2018. To twenty, like no, twenty seventeen to twenty nineteen, the cruiserweight division, like two hundred five live, was putting on some of the best matches WWE had. Oh in yeah, frame. Yeah. Enzo happening, you know. <laughs> and I, I, I don't watch pre shows like that, but I, I watched the pre show of Mania thirty four because yeah, I wanted to see yeah. that match because I mm-hmm. want to see Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali, so yeah. I had to watch yeah. it. But yeah, uh, Nate, what you got, man? What you got on your? Uh, I got Brock and Goldberg thirty three. Uh, I mean, it was Goldberg. And old old Oldberg and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. Why would I care? I even made like I had a meme account and I said, "You got this is the new era. You got the title of the new era. Wrestle and then the, the title match for the new era is Brock and Goldberg. These two like old ass dudes. I didn't care for it, but when it happened, I was like, "Whoa, this is actually good. They're just hitting finishers. And it was five minutes. They were in and out. I was like, cool." And then Brock had like that five hundred day reign, which was terrible. Yeah. But yeah. the way I they booked were... that match, the way they booked that match though, was how a Brock and Goldberg match should have been booked. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Brock versus Goldberg WrestleMania twenty. I was about to say no, on, bro. no. Yeah, that whole cool. feud was money. Uh, that and yeah, that whole feud. That shit top one percent. No EC three. The fans, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how this is before the obviously the social media was a big thing, but the fans just knew that both guys were leaving. They literally hijacked the entire match because they didn't yeah, care. Bro. Like they, the so. fans, the fans let them know how they really felt. Like we don't care about this match anymore. Uh, decide what you got. Uh, so for me, um, now I enjoyed the build, like the rivalry between Batista and John Cena leading up to WrestleMania 26. I loved that, but. I just didn't think that they were going to have a good match solely because of like they have like different wrestling styles, right? I didn't think it was it it, it, it was going to be good, but, but 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 when I saw it, it was it was it was it was, it was dope, you know what I'm saying? Like when John Cena went, went on the top rope, he was about to go for that leg drop and then it turned into a Batista bomb, that shit was nice. I like that. So, um that one I I went into with like I just like okay, cool. Like I I I had a feeling that John Cena was going to win, win the title. But like I'm saying, okay, yeah, you know, but that completely exceeded my expectations. And then there was another one that somebody said in the comments, uh, Big Show versus Floyd, Floyd Man Mayweather. I didn't think that was gonna be good either, but it was, it was, it was. Let's toot Malik. We, we actually uh, Logan watched Paul that in class. The Mysterios, bro. Logan Paul and Mysterios, Mysterios. That shit was good. That was Should I even say Bad Bunny and? Damien Priest versus I didn't expect yeah, it to be yeah. that good. Like Bad, I mean, to be fair, though, I, I don't I don't put I didn't put down celebrity matches because I feel like people will have yeah. just because they're celebrity matches, people yeah, always put a bad bunny in two or five. So so real quick, hold up. I'll, so I was gonna say that before I do before I do my pick. I actually wanted wanted to say shout out to both Bad Bunny and Logan Paul the last two years. I think those guys both 
change the game for what a celebrity match in WWE means when guys actually come in and take the craft seriously and get in there and, and actually wrestle. Um, so yeah, I was going to follow up uh, on that as well, but for me, the, the match, the WrestleMania match that I've had the most negative emotions going into ever of any WrestleMania was actually last year. Um, and it was Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. I had extremely negative emotions because at the time, all I kept saying on TikTok was Sammy could do something so much more meaningful than this, as we've seen over the last year, right? Um, the last year proved me right. I don't back off of that point. I think Sammy could have been doing something a lot more meaningful than putting Johnny Knoxville over. But the match itself, I got to tell you, I tried to resist smiling as much as I could. I could not. I had an excellent time with the with the jackass match with Come Sammy on. and Johnny Knoxville. Yes, it was bro, a was, really good time. Yeah. I don't care what anybody there. says. That match there. is a banger. I was yeah. there in person, bro, and that match was like that. It was it was like that. It, yeah, it, so it, it, uh, it turned me think, around. It turned me yeah, around for sure. But I think what like to your point, like Sammy again this year has proved that he can do amazing things at the high at you know the top of the card and everything like that. But that just proves like Johnny Do- or Sammy dove head first and he showed up at the oh, red yeah. carpet mirror jackass forever they yeah. released his oh, phone number mm-hmm. like they he went full-fledged like all right if we're gonna do this I, he even said in an interview like he wanted to do more stuff like he wanted to like get in a shopping cart and try and like pretend to like he was gonna jump the ring in a shopping cart with a ramp like he wanted to go <laughs> further really I, well, I, anyway i'm sorry <laughs> I, th- I think Sami Zayn show like showed in that knoxville feud like what it truly takes to be a wwe superstar like not only Facts. you know do you have to be good enough in the ring not only can you cut a promo but when push comes to shove when it's time to do crazy and chaotic shit like shit like that you have to do I think it that was and i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it in the camera Sami Zayn is one of the most versatile guys in WWE history. Can't take that. Amen. I'm sorry. Amen. I'm in there, y'all could y'all could Amen. argue. I won't give a fuck. Preach. Like, yeah, testify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that show. Hey man, Stardust. Yeah. <laughs> I think that show too. Sami Zayn's greatness. Like he can he can make a lot of things work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it takes a special person yeah. to go out there with the celebrity and kind of control the match. Cause Johnny Knoxville don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just, he's, he's he's following whatever Sami Zayn is doing. So I was trapped him. Everything. So that, crap, that showed that Sami Zayn could carry a match and he could he could yeah. put on a clinic. So. And the boss and I mean, to the, take that. The year that before, mouse. remember the year before at WrestleMania in 2021, he put on a bell to bell banger with Kevin Owens. So back to back years, it's like two opposite ends of the spectrum from Sami at WrestleMania. So he showed and now this year, give me whatever you want. I'm, I'm going to make it work. I be in WrestleMania. Yeah. Should I go lie? <laughs> that Sammy and KO match? I might, that might, I might have to put that in my underrated because I don't know how Sammy and KO do it. They fought, they saved they the show too. They fought I'm... each other like yeah, because night two was and yet yeah, every match is so good. They like, saved we the went show to a Sammy night. KO match. Like, well, what okay, what like, saved night two for me? Night two for me was saved night two was the KO match in the main event because I was very upset when Bray Wyatt lost to Randy Orton. I'm not gonna lie, that really yeah, that that opener. The fact that that was the opener too. Fuck that. I was yeah, so mad. I was so mad when freaking so, Randy Orton last. I was so I, we, upset. Me and my friend and I, watched listen, that. I, like, I give I give things a chance. So I'm, in my mind at the time, I was like, okay, let me see what happens after this because maybe something crazy happens. And then nothing. No, nothing ever happened after. I was yeah. like, that. He, he showed up on he showed up on Raw and said he was going to come back stronger or whatever. Like, and then he never showed up again. And then he got released. And then Alexa took God. His yeah, and then Alexa told his gimmick and brought out that weird. So dog. my. My for me is going to be Brock and Roman at WrestleMania 34. I did not care about this match going into it. Uh, strictly at the time, 
this was 2015. I just didn't believe in Roman Reigns at the time as a WrestleMania main event guy against Brock Lesnar. You got to remember, this was Brock coming off the streak and destroying Cena and on the path that he was on. So he was the most dominant guy in the company at the time. Roman Reigns was just kind of fresh off the shield. Wait, wait do you mean that, 31? You, you said 31. You mean 31. 31, 31, yeah. 31, Roman, okay. Roman was just fresh off the shield. You know what I mean? Like he was just, he, he was still kind of getting groomed for that main event spot. And I was just like, I, just, I don't know. I, going into it, I was like, I just I can't buy Roman beating Brock right now. Like, I just don't see it happening. Roman just don't feel like at that level. But during the match, I'm not going to lie. It had me on edge, bro. Like, Roman Reigns was getting ass. He's getting his ass whooped for a period of time. And then the comeback for a little bit, I was like, holy shit, what's about to happen? Obviously, Seth Cash and Money in the Bank was crazy. But, like, that was one match going into it. It just – I, I, I didn't feel the WrestleMania main event vibes. I was like, Roman and Brock. You see, like, you see yeah, that, Brock. Ma- that match before the cash-in was good. So, like, whoever the fuck was booking that match, where the fuck did they go for the other 27 of them? <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> like, that yeah. match was good. First of all, shout out to Brock. Like, yeah. Roman did ass push his face into that ring post and busted him open. That was fucked. Yeah. I felt mm-hmm. that shit. You can hear that shit. I mean, you yeah. look at the beginning, like, th- as soon as the bell rang, he got F5. Like, Two minutes yeah. in the match, so you're like, Holy Oh, shit. shit. yeah, nah, he got, yeah, Roman got fucked up, yeah. And, and I will say that, of course, he was getting suplexed around. That was the birth of suplexity, by yeah. the way. First time Roman ever yeah. did yeah. Yeah. suplexity. Yeah. And I love what I love about that match is, and it, there are other matches I can bring up, but just in that match, a lot of people give me shit for this because I've brought it up in several videos and things like that. Brock Lesnar is one of the best sellers. Ever. In the business, yeah, I don't yeah. care what anybody else say. That Pat, go in the camera. Yeah. And say that. Brock Lesnar is yeah, one of the best sellers in the business. When he takes that it's Superman thirsty. punch and he's it's wobbly thirsty. leg and bouncing it's around, the yeah, 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 and, and then when yeah. he comes yeah. up, yeah, he's on wobbly leg, yeah, yeah, between that, yeah, between that and the kick out at two and nine tenths against Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series. Yes. If that doesn't convince you that Brock Lesnar knows the business and will sell if he wants to sell and is, you know, got his mind set about he wants to put on a good match, Brock Lesnar is one of the best that's, sellers in That's the, the key thing, though, and that's what bothers me about Brock Lesnar a lot of the time is that it's that phrase, when he wants to. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I feel like he should just turn it, just turn it the fuck on. Like, don't, don't flip hey, it on. Wait, listen, off, listen, like, one, one of my favorite things that he ever did one of the best sells he ever does is the top rope oversell. When he sold that Claymore in the Royal Rumble for Drew McIntyre. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, he yeah. Laid, and, and what was so yeah. beautiful about that is he laid on the floor. He like, laid man, there. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, he sold yeah. the move, like, yeah. legit. So Also, Brock another Lesnar, another small him. one. Yeah, another small one. Uh, Back at WrestleMania 19, the full-on backflip from a German suplex. When Kurt Suplex gives him the German, he does uh, a full backflip. Mm-hmm. And then he did another one where he Germaned him into the turnbuckle, and he sold that incredibly. Like no one, no one's a better uh, yeah. seller than Brock when he gets hit in the nuts. That's true. <laughs> my boy, my boy, another boy, one I my boy, do a crip watch. I'm gonna talk about another match too. Not saying I didn't care about this, but I didn't think the match was gonna be as good as it was. That was Shane versus AJ WrestleMania. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of people, yeah. About that. yeah. A lot of people at that time felt like Shane McMahon deserved a better opponent, which I understand because a or or AJ deserved a better opponent because he just came off that rookie year at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know I mean? uh-huh. The rookie year from WrestleMania, the match stuff we did with Jericho and then of course the title reign and him beating Cena and everything, which was all which was all great. But I mean that that match, I ain't gonna lie, bro. That match just was hit so many ways. Like, that's one of the greatest opening WrestleMania matches for me of all time. Like, I didn't expect that match to be as good. Like, Shane McMahon did a shooting star press 
in this match. Like I was saying, like, he did man, it. He did it before. But... For men, his age to be doing that, like you got to. Like, I only, I only want to see Shane in like extreme matches, like that. That that, that match had uh, yeah. that, that that match had the, the perfect stipulation because, like, I already know when if it's an extreme match and it's Shane McMahon, like he, you know, he's gonna do a coast to coast. You know what I'm saying? When he he does that shit like a freaking super kick. You know he's he's gonna try to like fly off something and he's gonna go through a table like like it's just like I think Shane McMahon is like probably one of the most like I think he's like top three when it comes to like extreme wrestlers and ever since always seeing him uh, wrestle was amazing. Ever since Royal Rumble last year and all those stories came out about Shane booking himself as put me in the final two and I'm gonna eliminate Matt Riddle and I'm gonna eliminate I can't get behind any because I know. Now I know based on history that that was Shane McMahon's idea. And I just, I can't help but think about what we could have gotten out of AJ Styles if Shane hadn't stepped in and said, you know, what would be the best WrestleMania match? That'd be me. That'd be me. Versus, um, I, and I know that's how it went but, down. He, he but went he's the best call, in the world. The door. <laughs> Pat, I will. I will. <laughs> Listen, uh, again, I, I, I understand that Shane has done some entertaining things. I think people get just a little bit carried away when they when they overstate his abilities, but I just can't get behind anything he does now that I know how he behaves backstage and how he tries to pull weight uh, with, with his – I just – I can't get behind anything he does yeah. now. I thought it was hilarious in the match against AJ. Like, I agree it was underrated, but I remember very, very vividly, like, being on Twitter that night, and people had convinced themselves that somehow Shane was going to climb up to the ring they had on top of the oh ring, and God. he was going to jump yeah. off of that. I was like, "Do y'all not see how high that is?" Oh, you mean the ring they built up with the stage? Yeah, yeah, like to jump off the pirate ship. That that that, that uh, would have been amazing. I'm not going to He would have died, Josiah. He would have been dead. You know, I mean, you, you I know, mean, you know. It's that is a small sacrifice for our entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shane can't Shane, die. This is the same it? man that got his nuts electric. Shane McMahon realistically may be the greatest at taking the biggest bumps because he does them all the time. Like he got <laughs> thrown off the cage by Braun Strowman. He jumped off the hell in the cell. Even like people, yeah. when people kind of said, oh, he's going to jump off the cell, but like you didn't really believe it until you saw it like happen. Like, oh, he's, time- listen, he's got balls the size of Booker T's ego. Like I'm not doubting that. I'm just saying that like he's not. Booker T. Shane McMahon loves himself almost as much as Jay loves Dulce. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> almost. What's uh before before we head off, this is kind of on the fly. What's your what about your favorite WrestleMania moment stands out for you? Of all WrestleMania moments. What about a moment that stands out for you? Kofi Mania, man. I, I keep saying it, man. It's my favorite. Kofi Mania, valid, valid. I want I want to say um that this wasn't shown this wasn't shown on air, but um fucking after Bianca beat Sasha, Montez Ford run into the ring mm. and celebrating with Bianca and putting her on her uh, putting uh, her on his shoulders. That that was a that's a fucking great favorite moment, moment you said, bro. Yeah, favorite moment. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely yeah, Kofi Mania. Yeah, yeah that's just Mania. I'm gonna say for me, probably honestly, I'm gonna say Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth getting back together. Like mm, fans God. were in the crowd crying, like legit. If you know, if you know the story, obviously Macho yep. Man turned into the Macho King went with uh, Sensational Sherry, and then that match against Ultimate Warrior was career versus career, and Ultimate Warrior beat the Macho Man, and Sensational Sherry was in the ring beating up Macho Man. She Miss Elizabeth came from the crowd and ran in the ring, and they locked eyes and, and they hugged. People were legit. Were, that's how you know the story's good. You got fans yeah. in the crowd crying yeah. like legit tears of happiness. Like, all, yeah, all of you have picked ones that I would have picked over my what I'm going to say, but I, I'll just throw it out because it, it deserves to be regular. Word. 
Don't listen. Okay, let me just say this. I, Dolph Ziggler, I, I, I'm, Dolph Ziggler has never had a right. WrestleMania. Look, he had a state of deliver moment. This is the thing that pisses me off the most about Dolph Ziggler's career. He's never had a, a big time wrestling. All of his best moments have been at SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Listen, I, I'm, I'm good with that. He had a state of deliver moment. It counts, man. He had a WrestleMania moment. It's been discussed a little bit on the show. It's Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30 capping off the story obviously what happened after that is what happened after that injury got the best of him but um at the, at the time they they pulled the trigger it was the right decision the crowd went nuts so yeah definitely shout out to that uh mine weirdly it's a sad moment but just for me like it just it's the one that made me feel the most it's uh hbk versus flair like that i'm sorry i love you the, and then the kick like and then after the pain he just reaches over and and hugs him like it's just as soon as when he's like you see flair like he's telling him like oh he's so just watching that i was like i wanted sean to win because of course i want sean michaels to win almost every match that he's in but just like come on you can't do this to flair you can't do and then he did it and i was like wow that really happened he really did it so that's probably my favorite mania moment but yeah uh real quick i know we got a few seconds i wanted to throw out a quick question what is y'all's favorite wrestlemania entrance Oh, I already know that. Fuck. I, I, I already know that. It's, uh, when uh when John Cena came out with 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 all with like the thirty different John, John Cena, mm. that, 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 was, that was hard. That was hard. That was awesome. I, was, I, was, I, was, I would actually. I'm stuck between two. Triple H at WrestleMania 30 was sick. And then oh, my the, other one, the my other one would be John Cena when he shot the machine gun in the air. When that he was had, cool. When he came, with the, when he came yeah. out with the mob. And CM Punk mm-hmm. was on the car and everything, and he came out yeah. and he shot the gun. That was tough. I'm not gonna lie, that, that was pretty I'll tough. say Undertaker WrestleMania 29 with the zombies. Oh, that was cool. I actually saw a, a picture not too long ago of uh, Xavier Woods, and he's in one of the morph suits. He he's one of the people down there, and it, he doesn't have like the mask on, but like he's there like posing, like he's gonna be in the crowd. So yeah. uh, that's a good one. Shout out to. Uh... The New Day dressed uh, was it WrestleMania? They dressed as Dragon Ball Z characters. Yeah, came out of the yeah, cereal box. box. Came out of the yeah. cereal box. And then, and then um, WrestleMania 2021, the Fiend returning and the, the Jack transition the box, from yeah. the Burn Man yeah. to the Jack in the Box. Sick. Yeah, those two yeah. stand out. I, li- I like the uh, I like the League of Nations entrance. That shit was so ass. I like um I did like the the Stephanie and Triple H one too when they came out on the bikes like this uh, something yeah. like that. Um yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna go the the original Shawn Michaels from the rafters like that was, course, that, that, was yeah, that was yeah, I have that one uh uh Stone Cold coming through the breaking glass that was, that was pretty cool. sick that was pretty sick uh, and look, uh, one I feel is a little bit underrated Rusev coming out on a he did but still and yeah. apparently there was an article that came out years ago that uh lana came out in an interview and said that her and rusev boned on the tank hell yeah it was Moscow. rusev day for sure it, that it, day it, 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 it just makes it i hope it's another one another one i'll throw out there is triple h's entrance at wrestlemania 21 the motorhead when they played him out that was pretty oh, sick. That was cool i like the one where he came out with uh when he was it was the one i mean the match was bad but when he came out against roman with all the skull faces that had the titles that one was dope sean michaels against taker coming down from the heavens oh my god like triple h 27 uh it entered was was uh dope dope too with with, with, like all all the knights and like and like oh yeah yeah. john cena with the choir at 27. shout out to that bianca belair Belair last year 
Oh yeah, Bianca's yeah. dope too. Yes. Oh yeah, then then John then and John Cena he he drove a Mustang through like glass. He drove a Mustang yeah, bro. in Detroit. Yeah. Like, if I don't see Theory come out this year with a bunch of Beyblades, I'm gonna be fucking annoyed. Who's somebody? Who's somebody this year you want to see have an entrance at WrestleMania this year? Hell no. Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross won't happen. Although I feel like if Karrion Cross had a mania entrance, that shit would be godly. But I, I, I be like so I said, cool. if Theory's not pulling up with Beyblades, I don't, I don't want to see it. Gunther. Gunther. Oh, Gunther's going to be wild. I want to see Gunther. But what do you do for Gunther, though? I don't know. Some say get a whole, hey, bunch, of, get a whole bunch of soldiers get a, get a, lining no, 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 up no, no, with no, them no, going. Get a orchestra, bro, just to play the play. play, play Ooh, Black and white too, and he just he just stand there like this. Like, like I like that. Never mind. I like that. Violin. No, for me, I, for me, it's gotta be Roman Reigns. I want to see like some. I want to see some tribal shit. Like I want to see the Hawaiian people come out with the Malik just killed the flames. Oh yeah, the fire dancers. Fire dancers. Yeah, bro. I don't know if Cody will have a special interest, but I'm excited to see his weight belt. Cody, Cody would be cool too. I don't know. That, Cody's, that. Cody's gonna have a great entrance. He, he, yeah, yeah. Don't, you know, know, you know what? Cody's gonna be the star of this team first. But he's gonna know. be do something for his dad. So I would like to see. Cool. I would like to see like a mashup. Like you got his dad's song, then his old oh, music, yeah. and then like Ooh. maybe some clips of him in the Independence. And then another like, person that is thought of Oscar. You gotta have some, bro. Ooh. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to see while I. Think he's gonna have a banger instrument? What I want to see Rollins, and I want to see what Rollins' gear is. I want to see Rollins pull out some banger crazy. gear. The, thi- the thing is, it. if Cody wins, are y'all ready to have a segment where Cody is like crawling on his knees to Dusty's oh, yeah. grave, saying, "I'm ready for, it. for you." Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. For and sure. then Roman Reigns yeah. comes and puts his head through the tomb. Oh <laughs> fuck! Ah, oh, you see, man. Yeah, you see, man. <laughs> you know what's great? What, what, what if Roman wins and he shows up to Dusty's grave, puts a title? Nah, no, you see that? Yeah. That's for you, Dusty. Yeah. I did it for you. <laughs> there you go, Dad. No, no. that's fucked, dude. No, the title. On his grave, like I, I did it for you, man. I no, I, I'm still waiting for Dominic to go to Eddie's grave. Okay, that's the only that's, that's the please only don't. way please I want don't. Roman to win if he goes to the grave and does that. That's the only nah, way. I'm you know what? Dominic yeah. to go to Eddie's grave yeah. and say, "Dad." You know what I want to see? Great mysterious cheeks. Since since they're in Hollywood, I want John C to come out as Peacemaker. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! Well, then, oh, and then the Rock comes as Black Adam. <laughs> oh God! Peacemaker, his, his his opponents are done for. They're cooked. <laughs> <laughs> They're cooked. God, my boy Theory pulling up with Beyblades, Pegasus. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Bro. Roman Reigns, he show up at the grave, bro, with the belts. I'm just saying, bro. Bro, I did it, Dusty. I did it, Dad. No, no. If if Roman wins the next night, Raw needs to open up with Roman standing in the ring with the Dusty statue. Oh my gosh, dude, that's fuck, man. Cody going, Cody going. They're gonna make a, make a bloodline <laughs> polka dot shirt, man. That's what they're gonna do. Bro. A bloodline polka dot shirt. The, bl- the polka dot bloodline shirt. That's oh. Imagine that's a bloodline polka dot shirt. That's Roman holding uh, both belts but, over Cody. What they should do is, as Roman comes up the next night, the main he just come out with the dusty shirt on. It's straight up dusty shirt. It's straight up dusty shirt. Man, we're supposed to like, you know, fuck Roman first of all. We we not doing that. Yeah, I think right. yeah, yeah, parody shirts are gonna be great. I think if Austin Theory beats Cena, he needs to have the the champ is here shirt, but instead of the arrow, it's the hands. Yeah, like the champ is here. Oh, <laughs> well, that's when I was talking that's about the wrestling. So I mean, like, 
I'm going. I'm going to WrestleMania. So like, if the one time I see John, that's, that's like my that's going to be my first time if John Cena does go to WrestleMania. That's going to be my, my first time seeing John Cena live. And if he loses, I'm. I'm I, I told. I told my nigga, I'm, I'm walking out the arena. That's what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to walk out the arena. That's crazy. You gonna miss? You paid all that money I'm, and you are gonna leave? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna. They, they think I'm. Playing, I'm gonna that's walk out. Right. That's crazy, bro. Quick question. Quick hypothetical. So like in this scenario, right? We have Dolph Ziggler and Christian. How would you be? Like how mad would you be if Christian just whoops his ass? Oh shit! Did I freak? Louis, yeah, I need to have a chat. We <laughs> we we need to step outside. I don't you know. know. I'm, saying, I'm saying, man, you know. I mean, Dolph Ziggler might have an advantage. I don't know. I'm just saying, he might he might have a little bit lag. What? I mean, <laughs> Christian, <laughs> Christian I mean, is good. Christian's about guys, to lose to Jungle Boy tonight. So. Re- realistically, he, he is, I, is, I, I do, realistically, just put Dolph versus Ali in the middle of the card. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just put it on the card. And have it be <laughs> just 20 seconds and Ali. To, 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 to be fair, if Austin Theory wasn't going to face John Cena, I think they should do a U.S. title ladder match, but, you know. Is what it is. I mean, and, and to be fair, to Jade's point, whether it's on WrestleMania or not, I know that you know everybody has their issues with Ziggler, and some people have them with Ali and everything like that. But to me, Ziggler versus Ali on paper it sounds like it would be a good match to watch. It would be yeah, an entertaining yeah, sure. match. So I, just, I wouldn't mind it. You know, I'm we'll, we'll, we'll write letters. We'll write letters for you, Jade. I don't want to see that age. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys for coming through to this episode, man. Thank you guys for interacting in the chat. Uh, WrestleMania edition. You know, everything's good. WrestleMania time. So, you know, we always chatting WrestleMania and things coming up. Make sure you guys tune in next week, Sunday at 9, the original time next Sunday. Uh, we started a little early for AEW because we got the pay-per-view, which is actually on right now, which we're going to go watch. But thank you guys for coming on. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Um, and we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Baby. And Soshki.